I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the last ever episode of Podcast Horseman. Back in the 20s, we reviewed a very famous Welcome indeed to the last ever Podcast Horseman, something that was a BoJack Horseman podcast. It was a spoiler-free episode-by-episode audio review podcast of the critically acclaimed Netflix series BoJack Horseman. For the last time, I'm a socially distanced Michael Hamflet. And for the last time, I am a socially distanced, yes, still socially distanced, <laughs> after all this time, Adam Nicholas and Michael, something else that we still are and will <laughs> remain long after this podcast is yeah. done and dusted. I say long after. I mean in X amount of minutes. Uh, <laughs> of course, you can call us the front of the plane because we are all business to begin with. Whether it's the beginning, the end, the middle, we're all goddamn business, Michael Paul. This podcast. Oh, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm giddy. I'm a little bit giddy. <laughs> all of the all of the all of the sadness that was coming with the previous ones where we've actually recapped stuff. I've done the last ones. Feels like it's over. It's going to be yeah. nice to just shoot this shit about that stupid piece of shit talking horse, Bojack Horseman, and what it's taken to do this podcast. But before we do that, if you like this podcast or have liked this podcast, you can follow it on Twitter or Instagram at Podcast Horseman. You can also follow either of your hosts while you're there. You can follow me at It's Adam Nicholas, or you can follow Michael Hamlet. At Michael Hamlet. Um, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, I would still recommend doing it because I'm happy for us to keep fooling algorithms, even if we're not throwing any more reviews out there. So you can do so on Apple Podcasts, where we would love you to subscribe or follow, on Spotify, where we would love you to follow on there, on Podbean, on Podbay, on any legal version of Napster at this point, on <laughs> Amazon, where I think you can get us through Audible or one of the various other disgusting tax havens. I might as well just get it all out of my system now. We're not doing this again. <laughs> You know, ultimately, some of the services are pretty good, and we're all stuck with it, whether we like it or not. Um, so, yeah, pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts, you can get Podcast Horseman, including, for the final time, this episode included, on the app Podcast Horseman Twitter feed. As always, the Aircast link will go up if that's your preferred way of listening. You can stream it through there, you can subscribe through there or download through there. And all the archive is there. Never has this been more important. If this is your first episode of Podcast Hoffman, <laughs> for God's sake, go all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be the most irrelevant listener of your life. Go all the way back to the start. Listen to us properly. Get through that archive. Keep people talking themselves horse about a talking horse long after we have stopped. 
ordinarily, I would say, leave us a five-star review and get yourself inducted into the Hollywood Talk of Fame. That Talk of Fame will close as of today. Thank you, everyone, that has got their reviews in before and leading up to this episode. We will rifle through as many of them as we can. Well, all of the remaining ones, in fact, as of tonight's recording. Um, any after the fact, you will just be doing the Lord's work. You can review through Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Any of them, we'll keep the podcast in the charts. We'll keep the podcast in people's minds and hearts and thoughts. We love you for it. There may not be the token prizes, but we will be sending thanks to you over the sort of virtual airwaves. So feel free to do that all the same. But as I've said, the final inductees come in later on in this episode. Oh, very exciting. Very exciting for the final inductees. Less exciting hmm. for the man who's going to have to make all of those stars <laughs> later on this week, which is... Uh, Yes, that's right. It is the last week of Podcast Horseman, and I still haven't made the stars. Why would I do it until the last minute, guys? Come on. You know me at this point. It's been X amount of podcasts. We'll get to that in just a second. You should know by now. It's all <laughs> it's all, it's all been last minute, really. It's just the whole thing. It's just a last minute, complete fluke, the whole goddamn thing. But yes, as Michael has said, as we have alluded to, if you are here for the first time, genuinely, what the... F- what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode. This has nothing to do. This is well, it does have everything to do with the podcast. But for the love of Todd, go back mm. and and listen from the very beginning. And I promise you, it gets better. Question mark as it goes. I mean, you'll at least you'll at least understand the full of the Todd reference if you go back and listen. Right now, that's, you're just thinking that we're misspeaking. But there is that's something very that's true. Just, you've just got to listen through and listen for it. That's very true indeed. All of this is like. Dr. Manhattan, sometimes it's happening right in front of you, other times it's happening behind you, but it's all happening simultaneously. Are we recording this tonight, Michael? Yes, we are. Are people listening to it today? Yes, they are. How weird is that? Look at that. <laughs> anyway, yes, as you can tell, we're full of we're full of all the excitement and weird butterflies mm. at this point because this is the final episode. And it, I didn't think it was gonna be it was gonna be weird doing it, but it, it's kind of weird. It's weird, but a nice weird, I think. Um, Now, normally, we would give you the synopsis for this week's episode of Podcast Horseman and, indeed, Bojack Horseman, straight from Netflix, as they have done for all the episodes of the season, and seasons, seasons, plural, and everything in between, but we don't have any left. We've run out of synopsis. Synopsi? Synopsis? We are both Ian Beals at this point because we've got nothing left. We've got oh, nothing we've got... left. <laughs> Not until we start our EastEnders podcast. Christ, can you imagine the uh, way that goes? No. That's the show that that never ends, which means you're making the podcast that never ends. Oh, God, that's that's not fair on anybody. But I will give you the synopsis and breakdown for what you can expect in this final episode of Podcast Horseman. As you're probably thinking, are these two still talking about that talking horse? (laughs) Well, not exactly. We are and we aren't because we thought for the one last episode, we'd try and get any of the last remaining things that we have to say about it or to say about the process of it or to say about anything really that to do with Bojack and to do with Podcast Horseman, we'd use this podcast to get it all out there. So we're going to be kind of breaking down, you know, a few of the things we had to do when we, you know, the behind the scenes of the podcast, things we thought maybe you'd be interested in knowing about, or maybe you won't. Who knows? I guess we'll find out as we go along. Uh, any thoughts that come to our minds about, you know, the show in general? If well, We're trying to keep it loose as possible about mm. Bojack, about any of the characters, any of the... Any of the seasons that maybe pop into our heads, I don't know. It's it's more to focus specifically though on getting all those last little bits out the way you want to say. I might sneak a question in there to you, Michael. You might sneak a question in there to me. Who yeah. knows what if anything comes to your mind? We're gonna give you a few uh, fun facts about the podcast. 
in inverted commas about as fun as I could possibly <laughs> manage to do at this point. And then we have a bunch of other things in the second half where we'd normally do the horse in the round segment. We're going to give a lot of things for you. So the first half is an indulgence for us. The second half is going to be an indulgence for you. We've got all our five-star reviews to do, as Michael said. We've got your wonderful one last things that we're going to play in full on there. That'd be great. Uh, we've got a few other bits that I don't want to spoil just yet. And we also have a bunch of, uh, I'll call it after pod stuff, which because we know this is going to end and we all like the discourse about Bojack. So we thought we'd try and arm you as best as possible with a bunch of stuff that we've both enjoyed using uh, during this podcast creation, but also something that we're going to enjoy using well after it's finished. They're just good sources for Bojack Media, I guess you could call yeah. it, or Bojack adjacent content anyway. Having said all that, it's your turn to just just tell me just tell me all your deepest darkest thoughts. I'm going to sit here for twenty minutes while you. Uh... <laughs> well, it so, all yes, began I... when I was a kid. <laughs> I'll recap my experience this podcast as if I was recapping an episode of Bojack Horseman. So yes, Michael had to start uh, a day in his life in uh, in 2019. <laughs> um, have... No, but it's it feels easiest, I guess, to discuss this our sort of thoughts and feelings and emotions on this mm. podcast is chronologically as we would normally critique in the episode. We can kind of chronologically go through our experiences. It's safe to say this, I think, at this point, that this podcast started with a little bit of wordplay. I was behind the curve with uh, Bojack Horseman. I think on that very first episode, maybe, or very early on, I, uh, I shouted out, uh, formerly of What Culture, where me and you, of course, met and worked together, uh, James Hunt, who informed me that uh, Glow, the wrestling show, was the second best show on Netflix. And he pointed me in the direction of Bojack Horseman as the number one, which I, like everybody else, brushed off as the it's that, that simpsons thing with the horse in of course mm-hmm. it was so much more so much more than that so i watched dove, dove in couldn't get enough couldn't get enough you and uh james were the contacts with which i was constantly bombarding you both with facts and information and oh here's what i'm up to and then gradually over time me and you i think the the germ of an idea of a podcast started to form after i came up with a stupid pun that was a play on the theme tune it was uh it was 2019 when i was catching up right in time for season six airing as live so i could finally be part of the the current conversation and then it occurred to me that we were just about to enter the 2020s and i thought you know what i think 2020 is going to be a great year i want to start the new decade off right i've got a jingle in my head and a podcast in my heart so new decade new me let's make a point of doing something that forces us together in the same room once a week for at least two years. What could mm. possibly go wrong with this brilliant idea? I, uh, I needed the organisational and technical and artistic abilities of Adam Nicholas because all I am is a hack bullshit. <laughs> and he <laughs> is the meat and the muscle of this thing. And uh, yeah, it was a late 2019 evening in your flat where we kind of started putting the pieces together with the podcast. We had various different, we had a lot of very similar ideas, which is very nice from the off, but it was more about formatting than I think it was content. We had a good idea of how we wanted. I don't think it's, I don't think it's like um, a lie to say that how the podcast ended up was, this doesn't always seem to happen in like our experience of the creative process, I don't think, mm. but very much the rough outline of how we wanted it was how it ended up being. The splitting of the things into plot synopsis plus little in-jokes, the coverage of both with as much like equality as we could offer. Um, obviously, as the episodes went on, some required more plots, some required more hidden jokes, hidden like mediums and all that sort of stuff. But for the most part, I think we had this 
idea and just about throughout the whole series we we managed to stick to it and i think that was that was obvious early on that through a bit of luck really we'd hit upon the right the right way for us to cover this particular show i think that was the the most interesting part about this was it started off as you say just an idea like we'd kind of we all between the three of us and i should say there's an alternate timeline somewhere that exists mm. where myself michael hamflet and james hunt now currently of Screen Rant, you can find all his wonderful yeah. work over there. It would have been the three of us, I imagine, as an alternate yes. universe somewhere where that is happening right now, perhaps, or maybe not. Mm. Maybe they didn't have COVID and it's all been done and dusted this podcast by now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there's somewhere that would have existed. Um, the third musketeer of what would have been in this podcast, but he uh, departed what culture for Screen Rant, so that never ended up happening. Um, but I guess we got to do it anyway, which was nice. We did. And I love that this is a genuine thing that Michael Hamford does. Uh, he has a lot of ideas, like most people do, when he's in the shower. Uh, and yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this was the theme song was one of those ideas uh, where it just popped into his head. But you know those wonderful moments where you sort of say a thing and then you go, actually, that's a really good idea. And then another person says another thing. And these jigsaw pieces just kept falling out of the sky. Yeah. Just kept putting them together one by one. And I actually, what I'm going to post, I will post it on the, the Podcast Horseman feed once I've double-checked there's no rude doodles on there or anything. <laughs> uh, there's actually the first ever breakdown of this because we were in my flat and I tend not to keep any actual paper in here, do I? Well, I didn't then. I do now. <laughs> yeah. But back then, I didn't have any actual paper. So we had to do this all on a ripped open envelope that I had. And we had like... <laughs> That's right, yeah. Written it all on the inside of this envelope. So I wasn't kidding when I said it was last minute and Slapdash <laughs> very, very poorly made this. Um, but it's amazing because it worked out almost exactly how we wanted it. The start date we said we were going to do was the 31st of January in keeping with the beginning of the final season of Bojack, which we achieved. And we kind of broke it down at the two sections. And it was, it's mad to see how much that actually stuck. I don't think I've had that happen where the process stayed so like almost exact to what you would just doodle down way back in the day, uh, which was obviously a good sign, I think. Um, but to be honest, you and I had never, when, like, obviously, we've obviously been friends and stuff, but we had never done a podcast in particular together. We did some stuff for what culture wrestling here mm -hmm. and there. It wasn't like a directly related thing. So we might have done this and absolutely can hear this. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It could have been a disaster, let's be honest. It really could have been, we, we weren't sure. And I do listen back to those early ones. And if you listen, it's funny hearing us how different we sound because we are still obviously like, like everything that's brand new you're trying to find out what works and what doesn't work what's going to stick mm. and what isn't going to stick and what you enjoyed talking about and what you maybe thought you went too long about and you try to refine it and stuff uh, and there was I remember before we spent so much time trying to make sure we got it right we didn't want to get it wrong yes. um, and it was never ever about getting loads of listeners that was never the end goal as we've said many times we started because we wanted more people to be talking about the show. And if we could do that, figured we were lucky enough to be in a position uh, through what culture and having their, and initially their audio network on Acast that was the kind of big selling point, wasn't it? That we thought maybe we could use that. So we just pitched to do this in our spare time, a free, yeah. like a, a free hit essentially for us just to be creative and have control over it and do our own thing. Um, and thankfully we were allowed to do that. And it's just been, it's been weirdly, like, 
I don't want to say perfect, but I, mm. I can't imagine how much more difficult maybe the pandemic might have been if we didn't have this weekly oh, yeah. check-in. Because for obviously for you who know, this podcast was originally going to be all in like in the studio, and I think mm. I will get into that a little bit later on on some specifics. But we obviously changed and had to come and do it from home. And we, little optimistic us, thought, hey, maybe it'll just be a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then here we are all these episodes later and it was just the start that was in the studio the whole thing's been at home there is a nice um uh i, I guess sort of an extended compared to a lot of people's experiences of that the, the world health organization first declaring it a pandemic when they did in in march 2020 um but there's a nice hangover if you go back through the podcast horseman archives because we spent those first um three or four months trying to bank episodes um a little bit of non-bojack trivia from my anatomy world is that we were very fortunately supposed to be flying to Tampa, Florida as part of our job on the What Culture Wrestling team. So from that January 31st date, we had in mind that we were always going to need to be in front. We we loved the concept, as we hope you can see, of the, the Friday release. Um, there have been delays of which we will get to, and I will shoulder the burden <laughs> of most of them. But um, there have been the odd delays, but fundamentally our goal was to just hit Friday, 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 Friday. As podcast lovers ourselves, we understood the value of consistency, quality, as, as kind of Nicholas points out, we were so obsessed in the early days with audio quality, content quality, the, the yes, we were gonna maybe be conversational, but we respected the product Bojack Horseman so much that we felt that the content of the podcast had to be at least a little bit reflective of that. We couldn't just be a couple of dickheads that diverted into naming Radiohead songs to pop each other. That wasn't mm. going to be this show. Um, not, not, until, <laughs> not, not until we were battling depression in our kitchens in the midsummer of 2020. But like, yeah, this was these were all our sort of early targets and that included banking a load of episodes for this trip that we knew was going to take us out of the cycle for about two weeks. Mm. So for that first run, we were always... Um, in front, which is a nice position to be in, but you never, um, well, this is my memory of it, you never can quite remember where you're at. So you're always watching episodes and taking notes for one and then trying to record it and then trying to remember, hang on, where are we up to with what's aired versus, and we wanted to keep spoiler free, so that itself is a bit confusing. So we always thought, well, we'll get through WrestleMania, which was the tamper event that we were going to be need to be away for, and then we'll probably go week on week on week. So the pandemic kicks off, and me and you, for a little while, are in crisp, stunning audio yeah. quality. Yeah. To about the middle to about the middle of April. So by the time that we sit down, me in my kitchen, you in your flat, separated, and for goodness knows how long, we're probably about two or three weeks into a thing that we, as you point out, still optimistically believe might be a couple of months. So we're it's a bit of a novelty thing, isn't it? It's a bit like we'd been sent home for Christmas. Yeah, and like we're gonna do a Christmas episode and this will be yeah. wacky. And yeah, oh I've got to keep it this be fun. Hey. Yeah. Like all these various daft little variables that we hadn't imagined having to deal with. And then I'm sitting, still talking to you now on a Skype. Not that we couldn't get together, but we've just sort of made this work to the point that we could see it through. We found ways that, you know, in as many as the world has, we found ways in which this can be as convenient as getting together in studio facilities. We haven't fortunately had criticisms of the sound quality. I imagine it's because Zooms and Skypes have become the noise that people yeah. have become most accustomed to anyway. Um, and yeah, in, so in terms of from a technical standpoint, um, it was only at the point where we were going to go once a week, every week, that we were forced to do it like this instead. Yeah, well, that's something I wanted to touch on, actually, because we obviously the process used to be we would 
have our usual work day and then we'd stay after work, wouldn't we? We'd stay after work mm. in the studio and stuff. We had to wait until they were free and then we'd watch, usually watch the episodes while we were there at the office and then go straight into the recording booth and record it together as you do when you have the luxury fresh. studio. All fresh. Yeah. But we kind of had this rule where we wanted it to be, like we, for starters, we know there's other podcasts about BoJack. We don't claim to, we may tongue-in-cheek joke about this, but we don't ever claim to be like, the only podcast about Bojack Horseman. We love that there's yeah. tons of different ones about the, about Bojack Horseman, and you should just need to find the one that's for you. Obviously, it's it's Podcast Horseman, but <laughs> but there are so many different ones, and we always wanted it to be. We didn't want it to be where we'd spend a week researching an episode, and then we just go in and where you could have sort of taken in other people's notes, or you could have taken in other people's podcast reviews and heard what they have said and tried. We just wanted it to be fresh. We wanted it to be our take. So this isn't, we don't claim to own Bojack Horseman we, mm. or anything like that. We always wanted it to just feel like you and I had just watched it and we are giving you the, the thoughts as as near to, like, as soon as the episode had finished, we wanted to give them. Yeah. So they were fresh in our heads, so we didn't have time to warp them, so we didn't have time to overstudy them. We didn't want the whole podcast to sound like we'd got a PhD in pod, in podcasting and a PhD in BoJack Horseman. We wanted it to sound like, if we're going to have some takes, let's have them be ours rather than them be mm. from somewhere, another source. So it was easy to do that when you're in the studio because we just, like I say, watched it and then walked straight in together and that was that. Back home, of course, we have to, the process had to change a bit because... Michael, of course, had to contend with the fact that he is a father and a husband and has a house full of things going on. And I had to contend with the fact that I like to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I had to contend with the fact that I'm sitting in my apartment by myself and what's going to be the best time? Alone. Yeah. yeah. And what's going to be the best time to do this? What's going to be the easiest way? And how do you make sure you don't forget the things or make <laughs> that that idea of it feeling fresh suddenly became not so simple because maybe Maybe it was a tough mental health day. Let's be honest. Everybody was having yep. them. Uh, and maybe you didn't have the energy to do both. So you wanted to do watch the episode one day, maybe do the record a different day. And I don't think it's uh, going to be a surprise to say, and I'm sure Michael and I will both be happy to talk about it, in the fact that there were days when we just we were supposed to record and we just had to both message each other and say, not today. We need to change the day because it's been it's been 2020 or it's been yep. 2021. And uh, it's... It was. It certainly presented some challenges, I think, uh, especially when post work. We are very lucky to do the jobs that we do. Um, and it, but it, but certainly trying to pick yourself up if you've if you've just been using all your energy to get through that day. We mm. never wanted the podcast to be a chore. We always wanted it to be something we wanted to do and something we enjoyed doing, which it has been. Um, but it was just important to us that we didn't ever record an episode that was poor in quality because we weren't at our you know our optimum level that we could be. I think that's fair to say. We didn't want to. We didn't want to like the quality to suffer because we weren't in the right frame of mind, or we weren't in the right headspace for in terms of what was going on in our lives, or anything like that. In every sense, yeah. Um, the and I would extend that um, from a personal standpoint because I like obviously I know for the the most part you were able to keep or at least attempt to keep a version of that try and do it in one night try and keep it as fresh mm. there were occasional episodes where i had no choice but to say split notes out for example and the same thing applied i didn't want to lose that feeling that we tried to establish of it being an almost as live review 
yeah. I never, I never wanted that to feel manufactured. So even if the mental health was good, even if the physical exhaustion from a workday wasn't there, if the notes had been done weeks before or it had to be broken up or whatever, I needed to get that energy back. So I would maybe rewatch it or like there were episodes in this show and I like I have none to mind, but it happened. In, I, would, I would say it happened maybe five times where I probably watched the episode that we were reviewing that week. <laughs> four times maybe yeah. five yeah. because i wanted i'd looked at my original notes and i was reading them through as a bit of prep and thinking i don't recognize these anymore and i would mm -hmm. go back and i would pencil over already pen notes and just little things like that and and that's before you get to like your points there um about mental health about physical health and we're not neither of us are wanting to sort of get medals for any of this everybody no no no, lived no lived their own worst life in one way or another in 2020. It's funny that like, I think myself and yourself, we talked about this a lot. Like there was no better way to have the pandemic. And yet we found ourselves at such divergent extremes. You had to go such long periods of time in your flat alone. Yeah. I would have died <laughs> to swap with you sometimes, but, yeah. but I also would never take for granted what that does to a person versus what I had, which was relentless exhausting distractions of a different kind and I needed more of that alone time but at least my brain wasn't occupied with just myself you know so I like I, I'm always it. of the opinion that nobody won in the pandemic and I think it's worth and I like this, to extend that to every listener as well because you've got our weekly record of it it might be obscured in the form of a Bojack Horseman review mm. but know that in any given week and especially I would say deep in the 2020 months and then in the early portions of 2021, where the world felt like it took one enormous step backwards yeah. from just feeling like we could see the light at the end of the tunnel, the tunnel was slammed shut yet again. Um, what you're hearing is, I, like, I don't like the phrase blessing as a curse because it wasn't a curse. It was yeah. genuinely a blessing. Yeah. The, I prefer labor of love because it was work um, to do these episodes, but it was work that I couldn't have been happier to have. As tired as I might've been sometimes, I, like to paint pictures for people, um, because I'm glad these are simply audio rather than visual. But a, a, a laptop, a laptop stacked on uh, storage boxes in my kitchen because I'd worked out not only was the sound quality passable, but also it was the room where I stood the less chance of waking up the children yeah, because course. they had to be homeschooled the next day while my wife and I were working. Little ridiculous compromises that would have made for an awful video suddenly became a lifeline in this specific medium that we chose this podcast. And again, had we dared to try video as we could have done in mm -hmm. when we started this, that would have been that would have been dead by March. Dead. Well, like you say, we have different versions of this. And the thing that I don't know, I don't think it ever came through on any of the list of the edits. But I my living situation, obviously, I don't have a house full of people. But what I do have are neighbors on mm -hmm. like a attached to both sides of my apartment but also i have trains that are going yeah. by outside <laughs> on a frequent basis uh two different sets of trains that are far away enough to be quiet when you live here but when the podcast could like, i was always concerned that they were going to get picked up and obviously being next to a road things like sirens and stuff so we had to we both had to figure out our respective um layouts but that reached a point though where we did kind of want to or certainly for me i don't know if you ever thought about this but it became uh, very apparent to me that yes, the studio was nice and I, I, you know, high quality audio is something I really enjoy quite a lot actually, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to podcasts. But I did like this idea that this was kind of us having to make do, and we to to be completely transparent, we could have uh, like we could have went out and tried to find 
proper gear. But because we were doing this outside of work, uh, anything we would have had to get would have been uh, we would have had to pay for that. I know it sounds daft, but we wouldn't have unless we could have gone to the office and, and stolen a few bits of high tech kit. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's not how it works. Uh, we couldn't do that, so we decided rather than try and take chances and maybe let's be honest, none of us wanted the risk of with mental health already being on the edge like it was during the pandemic. Imagine having done a one and a half hour record and then finding out that it just didn't record or something yeah. along those lines. So we try to keep it as simple as possible. Hence, this is literally just two guys on a Skype call. That's all it is. Uh, it's not that complicated. But I like this idea because, as we kind of mentioned before about other stuff, I wanted the message to be like, you got, like anybody can do this. Literally anyone oh, can yeah. do this. Yeah. It's the, don't let anybody trick you into thinking that uh, doing a podcast with somebody. I, now, listen, anyone can do a podcast. Can anyone do a good podcast? I don't know, Michael. I'm not. I'm not the boss. <laughs> I don't decide what's good and what's not. I worry sometimes that we're not the people. That answer that <laughs> I, I often, I often worry that we spend a lot of episodes not doing a good podcast. <laughs> uh, that's something I frequently think about. But anybody can do it. Is this kind of the cool thing about this? And I think this hmm. podcast should be considered as proof because it's just you and I in two different houses with an internet connection doing a Skype call. That's it. Yes, yep. we have to do the prep and stuff, but ultimately, as, as, as far as get up and go goes, that's it. Like it's, We try to keep it as simple as possible, and I kind of like that in the end. I like that we thought this was going to be, that the time capsule was going to be the little moment of us doing it from home, whereas actually the real time capsule was the little moment of us doing it in the studio, because yeah. this whole podcast became done over Skype, which is quite nice. It's, uh, a strange, it was a strange experience to get used to, but I think we did in the end. That's a great way of putting it as well. The thing you thought was going to be the short term became the whole thing. And yeah. now now the studio feels like the strange, like take one of the yeah. podcast. You know, the, that's it. I, I want to give a, a bit of a shout out to somebody that like, he's not really had much of a mention on this podcast. And I'm not so sure if he's been, if we've shown enough of a spotlight on him over the course of Podcast Horseman. So I just want to give him a, a bit of a nod here while I still can. Um, it's somebody called Bojack Horseman. Uh, I want to, <laughs> I want to give him a bit of credit here because there were many weeks where I felt particularly grateful that this was the show that we were reviewing because in that very, I don't, I'm, I'm hoping this is relatable, otherwise I'm just going to sound like a complete arsehole, but in that way where sometimes the conversations you have with the real people in your life can either make you feel a little bit better cynically or make you feel a little bit worse selfishly, yeah. it, it never was worse than Bojack's life. <laughs> Like, this is true. Could, this is very you true. Could escape into Bojack's misery, or you could escape into his chaos, or into the thing that was going wrong that week. And for twenty-five minutes on Netflix and an hour plus an hour podcast, and even the time you spent with the notes, which were typically double, treble, quadruple the episode length, you were in his world, not ours. And I sometimes think, God, if we were like recording a Friends podcast, and everything wraps <laughs> up. Uh, this is not to dig out Friends. I like Friends, but. You know, if everything wraps up neatly at the end, you're recapping big jokes, you're recapping the constant aspirational growth of these six people over 10 years. I was like, do I really need this? <laughs> do I need this when like everything's in the gutter? And Bojack, like, no matter how low you are, like, Bojack will always find that level below you. And there was something to that. Honestly, there was, like, every week that we could come on, and no matter where we were at, no matter what our levels were, no matter what, and I would like to think this is the case 
we're speaking on behalf of a lot of people that maybe listen to us during the time. You know, anybody that's catching up now, as we've said before, it's a time capsule. It's a one I'm very proud of, and it's a diary and all of that. But anybody that was maybe listening along at the same time, I like to think maybe they got a kick out of thinking, you know what, actually, yeah, Bojack is for me this week because it's, I'd rather, I wouldn't swap eyes with him. Like well, they, they say it, and they also definitely say it in the show too, misery loves company, Michael. And, uh, well, believe you me, that was very true when we were doing this. <laughs> And uh, Bojack was definitely the show. I mean, look, it, thankfully, because we love Bojack, the show, so much, and, you know, secretly love the horse as well, even though he's yeah, a stupid he's all right. he's, all right. uh, he's all right. We, um, it's, it's a treat because the show really is. The one thing I had tried my best to do during all of the pandemic, whether it's been 2020, 2021, or the, whatever, you, if, I, if you still want a class that we're in it right now, which we definitely are, just everybody's in denial. Um, yeah. For me, it was I was trying to turn around the narrative, my own narrative specifically, and just I was trying to consume all the best content I possibly could that was maybe I'd put off. So, you know, in 2020, I watched both The Wire and The Sopranos, uh, which was just a delight. So that'll always be the year, no matter how crap it was, that'll mm. always be the year where I watched the two best shows Oh, there's a, there's a bit of a take for you. Um, at Podcast Horseman, send us your thoughts. <laughs> but also, as like the years moved on, I tried to do the same again and picked up other shows. And But having Bojack as a constant, I don't think I actually realised how much I was loving it and how much I got from that. And I think I probably might just end up watching one a week just forever because it, it's such a nice way mm. to do it, just like watching an episode of Bojack piece by piece. It really is a treat. It's a great show. I'll never, ever not want to watch that show, I don't think. And I will go back and watch more. But having it now at this time, it did. It just fit, didn't it? it did, you know, you've really hit up on something there. I've listened to a lot of these podcasts. I've like very much been inspired by episode review podcasts. And mm. like this has been a dream project to work on with you because I've always thought what a great use of the medium. I, I think podcasts are the best things going, right? I really do. And I think like a fantastic use of the medium is TV review stuff. We are no longer in the age of you watch an episode, you go to your workplace, you go to your school or your college the next day and you talk it through that. Mm. That's that level of consumption. If it's not fully dead, it's dying. It becomes mm. about your own personal consumption and then finding a way to find those chats with the people. I've just said on this podcast, um, about how I was watching Bojack years behind you, but a thing would come up and I'll be like, this thing just happened and it was amazing. We are currently yeah. experiencing with our friend and what culture colleague, Josh Brown, his going through of Mad Men, which is a show that I mm. used as my pandemic consumption and was hitting you with once upon a time. And this, oh, this is how it works now. This is always how it works. Yeah. And your point there about the, the weekly watch, like so many of the shows that I'd listened to that did an episode a week on a, whether it be a Sopranos podcast or a Wire podcast or whatever, um, always made me want to go back and watch. I didn't do it every week. I didn't. But like there would be so many times where I'd be triggered into having to have a rewatch. I was like, yeah. I love that episode so much. I'm going to give that episode a spin. Mm -hmm. And considering that I've been the one on the other end of it this time talking about the show, mm. I don't feel bored by it in the slightest. I still nope. feel moved to go and give it another go. I still want a... Uh, find space in my week to be like, you know what this 20 minutes is going to be? It's going to be Bojack. And Netflix is, for all its foibles and faults, and we picked on a few of them in this podcast, <laughs> it being there as a continue watching, it's going to remember where I was up to, and I can just go play it, bang, straight away, and I'm going to be right there. The chronology is going to be nice. It's what, like, I can't think of any more higher praise for the show. Yeah. 
every Absolutely. single week reviewed in what I like to think is fairly forensic detail. And I'm just ready for more of it without my pad and paper in hand. There is not a part of me that feels like I've depleted this show to the point I never want to watch it again for quite some time. If anything, mm. it's the exact opposite. And I will also add to that is that another thing that has also completely and utterly helped to like make this feel even stronger is the interaction with all you guys because getting those mm. weekly tweets or those weekly DMs or like you guys catching up on on the podcast, we sometimes get it from people who say that they're literally just starting. I think I saw actually yeah. just today when we posted out the um, the tweet about seeing you guys on Friday was that um, someone was saying I'm they're just catching up now. Like they're mm. glad to see that we've reached the end, but like they're just catching up still. That's so cool. I love the idea that people are going to be doing that. I really do. I think that's what we always wanted was to have the full thing done and know that it just it's there and it exists and it can be dipped into whenever because it is technically timeless. I know obviously there's going to be a lot of aged uh, content on there in terms of the things we're talking about because it is mm-hmm. we couldn't have picked a more specific time a two yeah. two year period in history to be doing it because it's in recent memory one of the weirdest I would say mm-hmm. uh, certainly and I just think it's having that interaction has really made me appreciate so many more layers. I've learned as much things from reading people's tweets and reading people's DMs and Instagram, whatever, as I have probably tried to give out on this podcast. I've probably yeah. learned as much as I've tried to give. And I think that's that's got to be a testament to how many people love this show. And seeing the depths and the the amount of people and the, like, the literal deep, deep levels people have of love for this show and like how far they've taken it. Some of the content producers who you see out there who've just really gone all in and like basically dedicated themselves and their lives to just finding more stuff about the show. It's amazing. It really is. And I don't feel bored of it yet. I could do another podcast on it. I really could. I just, but I've always said, and I'm, this is not a promise, but one day you and I will find some sort of anniversary, like a 10-year anniversary or a 20-year anniversary not for us. I mean, we'll, we'll, not, we'll not be speaking by then, but... <laughs> but, but we'll, have had our, uh, we'll have had our awkward cigarette on the roof and realise that we can't be That's it. We anymore. can't be together. Mr. Blue plays us off as we don't speak for 10 years. But then you get a knock on the door and it's me like Jack from Lost telling you, we've got to go back. <laughs> and podcast, then, podcast horseman. It's yeah, like... Where we review the podcast. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Well... As we kind of landed on it, and uh, mm. we're almost at the halfway point for our our very indulgent episode, I will admit. But you know what? Indeed. I think we're allowed to be indulgent a little bit. Yeah. Would you like some, along with the people who are listening, Michael, would you like some fun facts about Oh, yes, podcast? please. Yes. Looking forward to this. Just before we start moving across to everybody's lovely contributions, uh, I'll give you the last stuff that we're going to give you, I suppose. Well, not, not entirely true, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. So... My job has literally been to go through these episodes piece by piece and find all of the things, the bits and the pieces, I can't remember what I say now, the hidden meanings, the small details yeah. I might have missed, the Easter eggs, all stuff that just made me laugh or whatever I would normally say. But I put, uh, I'm exhausted from that. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I did also think it would be nice if I could find a few little interesting facts about our podcast that people might be interested in. Who knows? Maybe you don't give a toss about any of these things, and that's all right. Nobody is making you care about these things. But I know you'll care, Michael Hamflin. Oh, I'm not about this, yeah. Basically, I've been playing this whole podcast to a one <laughs> the whole time. It just so happens everybody else has been listening. So I did a bit of digging, some statistical digging as well. Right? Mm-hmm. 
numbers and that. <laughs> and uh, I've got some stats for you. Here we go. So okay. the first the first ever episode of Podcast Horseman. Now, I should point out it's the original edit that I'm referring to, not the version that you'll find probably on most podcast networks, which will have adverts attached to it and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The first original edit episode of Podcast Horseman was only 43 minutes and 21 seconds long. Oh, wow. And all of our listeners now are recoiling going, whoa, I wish it would have all been 43 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and for comparison, Michael, the last episode, which is oh, the God. last, so we're talking the episode 16 review, not the season recap, of course. Okay, yeah. Last episode <laughs> was two hours, three minutes and 33 seconds. <laughs> Oh, a couple of indulgent dickheads. Basically, we became egomaniacs as the podcast went on. Now, that is only half true, because in fairness to us, those early episodes really are fairly basic. And then as you Mm. go along, we started to realise it, didn't we, by about season three, I think, where we started to hit episodes like um, Fish Out of Water, where it was just, here's... A load of stuff you're going to have to do, and there's no way around this. Uh, so I will partly say that it's down to the episode quality and depth and stuff, but also, yes, we we apparently just started liking to go along. I had this thing <laughs> yeah. as well, interesting tidbit. I used to go through and cut bits uh, to try and get it down to size, but we decided, mm. apparently, <laughs> either I stopped caring or we decided that that wasn't the genuine article anymore. And we kind of grew. We always said we were going to try and keep it under one hour, and we are. Hey. Guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Sorry and just about. sort of to to go back to peel back the curtain a little bit. Sorry to um, interrupt the fun facts, okay. but that specifically when it comes to the home recordings, which you know makes up the bulk of this podcast, yeah. that would typically involve going well into the early hours of the following day. Stupid, stupid recording times. Mainly at my behest, I have to admit. I had to wait until children were asleep, but. Um, as a bit of a, if there's any crossover listeners, and I sense there might be a few who found us through our wrestling work, through What Culture Wrestling, um, a lot of the times I might have stayed up late on a Wednesday to watch a AW wrestling show was because we were literally just pressing click off on our record about 15 minutes before the show started. And I would give Nicholas a look and say, oh, I think I'm going to end up just staying up now. You know, it's getting happened. the ball of cereal together um, and he's off to watch the wrestling. Those. Yeah, those episodes that, as you say, around season two, season three, when the the plot was very much thickening, the characters were requiring a deeper dive. No pun intended with fish out of water. Um, this goes back to our desperation for quality. We really, really yeah. wanted this to feel worthy of the show, and I think that sixty minute time limit would have done us in the end. It would, it would, it would have been too hard. I genuinely think it would have been too hard. And just go on then, if we're sharing a uh, quality or QC things while we're going on here. One thing that we did, so we used to run late, so typically Michael would get free at about nine o'clock at night uh, and then we'd usually have an hour just shooting this shit because we we enjoyed that part of it too. Production meeting. Production meeting, we would call it, but it was definitely us talking about everything that happened that week. Um, And then you're looking at maybe two hours, record all told if we have any how many moments where we have mental breakdowns or something in the middle <laughs> of the episode, or just pure laughing fits? Um, so 
90 episodes out of 10, you'd get to about 12 o'clock, wouldn't you? And we'd roll through into the next episode, or the next day, rather, and that would be that. The fun fact that you may not know is that I obviously edited all these podcasts, and normally, because of the quality, I wanted to make sure that I was on top form and wasn't too tired to edit and miss anything, especially the swears, uh, because <laughs> there were a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> I used to do it first thing in the morning but I'm talking early in the morning because that's when I do my best work so I'd normally get up at about five half five was originally the plan uh, which did slowly start to creep to six o'clock I will say <laughs> um, but imagine we finish the podcast at half twelve at night and then I'm up at like half five in the morning Eesh, I know, I know. Trying, to record, uh, trying to edit those podcasts and then we get an episode like stupid piece of shit which I'll get to in just a second which was a nightmare to edit. <laughs> um, anyway, let's go back to the facts, shall we? But it was all in the name of quality because we wanted to make sure mm. you guys the best we could possibly offer from our husk little sh- shells that we lived in at that point. <laughs> um, all together, Michael, including this episode and not including things like the trailer for the show and the Christmas rerun that we did and all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. 84 episodes of the podcast in total. Um, Excellent. Which is, I'm really happy with really surprised mm. to see that number down there um it doesn't feel that long but i'm sure the listeners would disagree <laughs> <laughs> um as we mentioned season one episode one episodes one to nine were the only episodes of the show that we recorded in a studio and as you pointed out we had banked a few so some of them were going out after the fact mm. um that we had moved out of the studio viewing but from season one episode 10 onwards every episode was recorded from home and mm. finished off and put up online. So the point is, the quality was simple, but obviously anybody can do it. Don't let anybody Indeed. tell yes. you you can't do it, because you can't do it. If you've got somebody who you want to do a podcast with and you can get it on somewhere, it, you can usually get it on somewhere for free. That's the great thing. It And it doesn't always have, trust me, it doesn't always have to be about people hearing it. Sometimes it's just a cool thing to do with a friend and maybe you'll get something good out of it. Not that we did, mm. but we got something, didn't we, at the end? <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, another fun fact that I'm very proud of, and I'm not just proud of, I'm, for the sake of our health, I'm happy it never happened. We've never, ever had to re-record an episode of Podcast Oh, I know. I can't no. believe we did it. And I don't know how we've done that. Uh, it's going to be this one, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's tempting fate, but we've never, in all those episodes and all those recaps, we've never had to re-record an episode. I will let them know, Michael, we had one episode where we were on a Skype call, we finished it, and for anybody who knows the Skype interface, it's oh god, yeah, and I was just was tired and wasn't thinking, and instead of pressing stop on the record, <laughs> just, I just I just hung up on Michael, <laughs> and I sat there staring at the blank screen for like thirty seconds, going, oh god, oh god, oh god, <laughs> and then I called him back up, thinking he's going to kill me here, uh, and as I came back on, I was like, I told him what had happened, thankfully. The one good feature of Skype is it banks your thing anyway. So when you yeah. hang up, it does end the recording and puts it in there. I don't know what I was going to do because it was a long one, if I recall correctly. It was a long old one. And that is the only close call we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> this is a great lost screenshot yeah. of you calling me back and the pair of us having the like Kevin from Home Alone shocked yeah. face. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God, because we were both frozen in fear until that episode dropped in. Because I know how polite Michael is. I know he would never have said it to me, but he would have <laughs> wanted to kill me, and I would have understood. 
I would. I probably let you punch me. I would have. It was fine. It was absolutely fine. It was absolutely just fine. fine. <laughs> it was for heaters. It was fine. Um, here's a fun fact. Then I've only got a couple more of these, but one fun fact that maybe you can all try and spot if you ever do bother yourself to listen through this. There were two episodes of this podcast that Adam Nicholas, the little rogue, unprofessional man that he is, uh, recorded having been out for a few drinks prior. <laughs> <laughs> Which was more of a... This goes to show you about the scheduling problems that we had because <laughs> uh, during the during that the last two years, people have like left work culture or they've... Uh, we've just been out meeting with friends and stuff or catching up, birthdays, that kind of thing. And two instances we had where our recording fell on the same night of like one of them was someone's leaving drinks and one of them was something else. Um, so I had like tried to have the best of both worlds and gone for a couple of drinks and come back to mm. record. And I can confirm, don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I would like. I wasn't drunk. I was never drunk when I did the podcast, but I was certainly not sober. I think I was. Just be fair to say. So somewhere in there, there's two episodes, and I think they're spaced apart. Where I might, if you ever hear me slurring or something, <laughs> I've never, I've never, I probably will never go back and listen to them. Those ones, if I can find them, I don't even know which ones they are actually. Um, but I'll be dreading hearing them if I ever do go back because That's my good. oh my, I'm sure it sounds bad. But there you go, little uh, little bit of a. Well, you can go and find the horsing around inside our podcast. I like that. Yeah. Um, for the episode stupid piece of shit I think I sent a tweet out about this but I will remind you all uh, I had to censor the word shit 40 times <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was a right laugh at 5.30 in the morning <laughs> oh come on genuinely genuinely one of the most tedious episodes I've ever had to edit oh, but we loved it on the next and mm. Last but not least, not necessarily about the podcast. This one's more about the Instagram feed that we keep uh, or kept certainly for all the episodes. We had a rule for the thumbnails that we made for the each episode because the show was about this narcissistic horse. Uh, the every thumbnail had to include Bojack Horseman where possible. He had to obviously be in the episode to be featured. Mm-hmm. Uh, so out of all of those, there are only two thumbnails. On the Instagram, that did mm. not include Bojack on them. Would I? Would you like to guess them, or would you just like me to give you them? I have one in my head. Okay. I, so I'm stalling for time while I try and think of the other one. Okay. One is that really great shot of a dejected Diane returning to uh, Hollywood is. and is looking listlessly out of the taxi window. Mm-hmm. Um, the other... which is which is season six episode three feel good story. <laughs> That's that, great. Where Diane has been uh, to Vietnam, if I'm not mistaken, and come back. Yes. Aye, it's fixed nothing, has it? Nope. Um, not a oh. thing. <laughs> See, you were so creative. I'm going to use this as my excuse, by the way. The art um, of podcast horseman. Adam Nicholas deserves an enormous shout out. If you have ever marvelled oh. at our at our at our Twitter banners, at our podcast logos, at the Instagram feed itself, at your own stars or at the stars of others on the Hollywood Talk of Fame, and indeed listened without the explicit warning on your podcast because there's no swears. <laughs> I mean, odd couple of sneak through in this episode. I don't know, but um, that's all down to Adam Nicholas, technical and artistic nouse, the kind of stuff that I couldn't do in my wildest dreams. Um, and every single one of them is great as well. We uh, 
we I'm sorry I'm diverting from your stat here. You but, are um, you're stealing we, away from your facts here. But keep going, we, it's nice. Tell me more. Tried, <laughs> and I and I hope people picked up on this because it was all these little details that we did to pop ourselves, and it was a bonus if other people got mm. them. Mm-hmm. Um we got Bojack Horseman mugs made that we are drinking out of now that you can find on the Instagram feed from the studio records because they thought they looked nice on the desk. We shaped the uh, artistry behind the podcast artwork on every season based on something that we believed was tied loosely to the plot, whether that was a colour scheme, whether it was some little detail in the background. You can go back and look at them all um, and you'll find them. Some podcast feeds show them, some don't. Right, yeah. um, but if you scroll through our Twitter feed, you'll see where we've updated the profile picture and the like. Google image them and you'll find them there. Podcast awesome season and whatever, you'll find the different ones. All of that was our intent, I think. It was uh, all think so. design and then a selection process and it was all done by design. I stole the stall and I still can't think of this second episode and it's absolutely killing me because I think when you tell me I'm going to be able to visualise the thumbnail itself. You're, you're going to be upset, yeah. yeah. The yeah. other episode is season four, episode one. The very first episode where Bojack has obviously run away at the end of season ah. three. Yeah. Uh, it's the episode see Mr. Peanut Butter run uh, but there's that lovely shot of Diane opening Bojack's house door and you can see her through the window but there's no Bojack there she's just yes. of course you had to feature Diane because she's the. if ever there's no Bojack she's usually the one who's carrying uh, carrying the load so there you go mm-hmm. those, were, those were the just a few fun facts I thought you might like because yeah, oh, great. For people who listen to this podcast, you're probably interested in some form of details, I would imagine, and that <laughs> seems like some nice ones. But yeah, I will say, one of my favourite parts of this podcast, I do like a bit of design stuff. Uh, so mm. playing with those podcasts was fun. We always wanted to have the logos for each season be different thematically, um, aesthetically, and some of them more tied to the content. So obviously, as this, the season six one, of course, is like the the auditorium uh planetarium background sorry um yeah that uh bojack and sarah lynn have so all of it felt relevant but the other stuff was like color scheme work we kind of nicked the first one from like the like stylistically from a book that we will talk about later on uh in this podcast it just it was just nice i i, I like stuff like that and this show produced so much aesthetically wonderful thing things should rather uh that we thought we'd try and do a hack version of that, which we, I think we did all right. <laughs> I think we did okay. I think we did. Um, but that's all of our first half of this. Now, Michael, it's time to switch it over. It's not going to be the yeah. horsing around. It's going to be the, it's been all about us, the first bit. And this mm. second bit's going to be all about our lovely listeners. Uh, and, you know, giving back a little bit, I think, but also still taking some from them. Some oh, we're still amazing. taking. We're still taking. Amazing that. So we are going to roll into a nice bit here where we're going to talk about well, we're gonna we're gonna give everybody the due who did the five star rating reviews, of course, which mm. Michael's gonna get to in just a second. Which we're gonna kind of intersplice with the wonderful one last things that you guys did for us. We got a bunch sent over to us, uh, so we're gonna play them on here. And thank you to everybody who did. There are some that are questions. There are some that are your own observations, your own one last things, and there's some that are just just nice messages, uh, which I'm looking forward to sharing with. So, Michael. Over to you and the world of the five-star rating and review. Yeah, so I'd like to say as well, just as a sort of um, a forerunner of these last few reviews we're going to read out, I like to believe we were always transparent about this. Um, the reviews 
we were super grateful for them and we've always yes. talked about the importance of engagement and it's been lovely it's like it's super self-indulgent we're aware of it but we always put them at the end of the review so i guess if they're not your bag you can skip past them for us it's that nice little uh pat on the back after we've done a record it's all that sort of thing but also we've never lied to the listeners it's an algorithm fooler you know it's yeah. a way to chase those chart positions it's a way to get more people listening to the podcast that sort of thing the upshot of that is every review we've ever had has been five stars i cannot thank you enough we are people that like things to look neat uh a friday release schedule that we stuck to religiously the uh the symmetry of beginning and ending all the season things we like it we like things to just be just so and for everyone to have ever left a review to be a five-star one for other than the it reasons we're hugely grateful for that let me just say as well that two things here one this was all michael hamlet's idea to do the five stars because he knows how to rig the game, which I like more <laughs> than most. See, he was paying attention when he was watching The Wire and he figured out he could be the one who rigs the game. He knows what he's doing. However, I will also say, if, as we've tried to encourage people, if you do ever end up going and doing your own podcast, I cannot emphasize how much of a masterstroke it was to do that because it really does make a difference. And the great thing is, if it's just people you know and dropping in there or whatever, uh, to just give you a five-star rating and review. We always said it doesn't have to be something nice. It can be something nasty. We don't really care what it says. Obviously, we love seeing all the amazing stuff yeah. that we got through. I don't think we were actually prepared for how nice a lot of the stuff that no. came through was. But overall, uh, when you it's it's purely a tip for like if you ever do it because if you're going to get searched on Google, you're going to find it's just going to take people to the highest rated stuff. And by default, mm -hmm. whether it's accurate or not. <laughs> There you are, five stars. <laughs> you've got them off, people. So for anybody else who may be in the in the game, it's a it's a great tip. And I, as much as you might want to blow blow smoke for me, I can I can honestly say I would never have thought to do that for this podcast. So our Michael, there he is, rigging the game once again. Wonderful stuff. So well, I might as well begin these last few people that helped me rig it. Um, there you go. We'll we'll. Um, split these out obviously we'll do them in little batches and everyone that we're getting read out will get we'll get their stars they got in just in time um so we'll do a few sets of these it won't just be a case of reading review after review patting ourselves on the back so the first one comes from uh shark by 86 who says seems fun five stars uh, I just started, um, this was, uh, I just started, this was back in uh, June of 2021. Uh, I'm curious as to how a commentary breakdown show can be spoiler-free while still having anything of substance to say. What even is a spoiler at this point? Mentioning the plot of the show you're discussing, five stars anyway. Now there we go. <laughs> Some constructive criticism, which by the way, if you kept on listening, has been batted back week after week with how we kept it spoiler-free. But fair enough. Let's keep going because this is a bit of a running theme. Subheading. <laughs> is this the fall of podcast horsemen? Is that what we wait for? Like this is where the empire crumbles. Uh, this is not. This is quite a cute one. Hufflepuff underscore Horcrux. Uh, subtitled the uh, heading. Oh fish. This is. <laughs> promise, I promise. This is tongue in cheek. Love the. This is from uh, June 2021 again. Love the podcast, but it feels a little homophobic that it's Pride Month and I haven't got my start on the Hollywood Talk of Fame. <laughs> uh, again. <laughs> Send your letters to Michael Hamflit. <laughs> <laughs> Huff up of Horcruxes. That will be addressed this month. Thank you for your five star review. Uh, next one from Dennis G thirty six. Also from uh, late July. Uh, it says cheers for five stars. 
Uh, massive Dadly Boys fan here. Thank you very much, Dennis. Got here because of wrestling and now can't wait to re-watch Bojack and listen along with the NXT UK champion and Adam Nicholas. Yes, I've been known to resemble a certain wrestler that wrestles in WWE. That's not for the other uh, podcast horseman fans. But thank you both, Ian. Thank you very much for that one, Dennis. Uh, like this one coming up. This is from SHM Olives. Uh, this was from uh, July 2021. Uh Again, a familiar phrase to anyone that's listened to this all the way through. Michael and Adam's powerhouse of a podcast. What a compliment. We know what that word means uh, in this orbit. The highlight of my week is to listen to these two men from the northeast of England talk about the anthropomorphic animals, addiction, and, of course, feminism. Hooray! Question mark, as always. We'll do one more, and then we'll uh, we'll take a little break for the time being. Um, this is from Suki St. James. Uh, sent again in late July in 2021. It says, brilliant, no rose-tinted glasses needed. This is very nice, Suki. Oh, this is very nice. to feel far too congratulatory for its own good. Michael and Adam, a wonderful host who wisely analysed, decipher and unpack the rightfully and critically acclaimed show, Bojack Horseman. Bojack is one of my favourite shows. I began watching it at the end of 2019, samesies, and cannot tell you how many times I've watched the show since. It never gets old. It only grows more poignant and topical. Michael and Adam uncover buried treasure in each episode. They bring up something I missed or a perspective I had not considered. I only been listening to this podcast two weeks ago. I started with the first episode and have currently reached season three episode two my only in inverted commas complaint guys and here we go stop apologizing for the long episodes <laughs> keep talking yourself horse about the talking horse truly i'm thoroughly enjoying this podcast and another rewatch for my favorite show many thanks from across the pond laura p.s if you read this on your show and here we are right now please do not mention my embarrassing username that i created when i was young and stupid <laughs> Laura will do. Right, Laura, I'm not going to mention it again, and I'm going to trust our wonderful listenership to never rewind this podcast from here. Do not press back 30 seconds on your podcast. Laura, 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 thank you for your feedback. And I actually quite like your name. I think if it's a reference to what I think it is, I'm a big fan of that. But Laura, thank you for your review. I love that we end the first little chunk of those on one where we've just done nothing that Laura asked us to do. <laughs> you weren't supposed to read out her username from my youth. And on top of that, we were, we were supposed to stop apologising for long <laughs> podcasts. We haven't done either of those things. Laura, I'd like to see how we're going to try after this. <laughs> I think the ship may have sailed. But <laughs> thank you to everybody for those first chunk. Now, speaking of thank yous to everybody, we are going to move on. For like, we're going to drop in a few one last things in between these and... and I figured we'd start at the very beginning, of course, with a question. The only question that came in all of our one last things. Now, thank you to everybody who sent these in. Genuinely, very cool to hear. Nice to hear someone else's voice on this podcast, isn't it? Mm, oh, yes, absolutely. Um, Looking forward to this. Shortly. A strange concept, nonetheless, but one that I'm hoping works out well. So, Michael, the very first one that we have here on our one last things comes from a regular listener, regular contributor, regular question asker, Mm. On Twitter, uh, James Wright, a.k.a. Jimmy Blade, who, I mean, what, what more fitting way to start the, another voice coming on this podcast eh, than someone like Jimmy Blade? But he has a question for you and I regarding Bojack. Michael, I will uh, set this away now. Gentlemen, uh, James here at Jim Blade on Twitter. Long-time listener, first-time question asker in audio format. <laughs> Uh, my one last thing is, I think, the most important question of all. Bojack Horseman, uh, human penis or horse penis? 
I've got to go human penis, but I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. I also understand fully that this probably won't make it into the podcast, but I'm mainly sending it just to pop you. Uh, so, good dick, dumb shits. Love you. Hey, man. I'm going to... That is fantastic. I've missed that. I've missed that voice, and I'm saying that um, ah. with with a bit of perspective. Uh, James Wright, Jimmy Blake. When I was a, a younger man, we've, uh, there's been a couple of mentions of wrestling in this podcast. I won't indulge. I promise. Jimmy Blade was his wrestler name when he used to get about the northeast, falling on his back for a living in rings that didn't look like the comfiest to do that. And I've got uh, so I've got an inbuilt respect for uh, Jimmy Blade, James Wright, that goes beyond um, this podcast. But he is up to that with the question that we would have never brought to the we would have never slapped this one on the proverbial table ourselves. And I don't, done it. I, I don't know how we haven't thought about this before. Genuinely, how have we not? thought about this uh, so i'm gonna Listen, go we're, with my... we're deprived humans you and i like there's there's no question uh, about it this is surely something <laughs> you and i should have at least had a private conversation about in close quarters and yet genuinely i don't think we have how do we not get to this in episode one um yeah. i'm gonna go with I'm, I'm gonna go with my gut i'm gonna do that thing you know where you're like you're not supposed to think about it too much it's just and okay this is okay. a subject where you literally don't want to think about it too much but i'm gonna go with human penis if okay. only because, if only because, um, I don't think they would have wanted to have put the women that Bojack Horseman sleeps with, these consensual sexual relationships, um, I don't think they would have wanted to put the women in any more danger. It's dangerous enough to sleep with Bojack Horseman. The ramifications can be devastating without also the physical implications of full penetrative intercourse from a horse. <laughs> Look, right. Now, I'm gonna. I'm also gonna have to go with human penis. I don't want to. I think it'd be much, much funnier to go with horse penis. However, I am a factual man and haven't been <laughs> at least shown on multiple occasions. Bojack enjoying the art of a good shagging. Uh, <laughs> I'm not so sure it would have been quite the same. No, haven't seen a horse's penis before, especially one that's <laughs> giddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure this would have been the same show, actually. <laughs> I certainly no. don't think his girlfriends would have lasted half as long, put it that way. <laughs> um, so thank you for the question, Jimmy. A pleasure as always. Uh, maybe one day, who knows, maybe one day you'll get to have... It's quite cruel that they've given him a, a human's penis, I suppose. Maybe one mm. of the benefits of being a horse, but hey, I don't mind the show. Maybe we want to ask Raphael Bob Waxberg. I'm sure he would be, able, be more than happy to confirm that one. <laughs> Uh, I've got one other one before we jump back into some more uh, ratings and reviews. Mm -hmm. uh, this one is an observation, which is the wonderful thing about these one last things. They could literally be anything we did say. Um, and this one comes from, and I apologise in advance if I get your name wrong. We are but men from the northeast of England who are trying our <laughs> best. But I believe this one comes from Iria Alvarez Hamida. Please do tell me how I did with that one. Mostly for my <laughs> ego, actually, but... Let me know. Uh, who has a wonderful observation here um, that she sent us a voice note about. So let me just find this one for you now. Hi, guys. So in the episode Horny Unicorn, when Todd goes to Princess Caroline's office because Judy's there and he needs some help with the house party, Judy's actually writing and composing the song that he will sing to Princess Caroline in the next episode. And when Todd enters the room, he 
he hides the piece of paper away from him. <laughs> so good. A little thing I think I might have missed, you know, when I watched That's this. Fantastic. That is tremendous. I, 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 Finding this wonderful little bit again, I told you, man. This this podcast is just two guys who have just been winging it the whole time. <laughs> um, that is a wonderful, wonderful observation, Aria. Genuinely, uh, I, I I may have seen it, but I don't think I've ever taken it in that way. Um, and of course, Judah just all fumbly, and I can imagine him hiding it away, dead, dead sort of bashfully, because he's not super. Yeah. He's not that guy, is he? He's not the guy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. No, oh, thank you, Ray, for that. That's um, what I love about that. And this is the whole point. We've labored over this in countless other podcasts. If, if we make it our job to review the episode and then cover every last little detail, and there are still extra bits that people spot or people interpret because everything's open. This is art and it could always be subjective. All it does is put over the show more. So I feel like even in even in not doing in all failure. our bits, we've sort of done another kind of it, which is even in failure, like, we've succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like the men in Hollywood. We just get to win. Oh, God, we just keep... Don't. You've already yeah. had your epiphany on the last episode where you decided that we... <laughs> Lived long enough to see ourselves become the villain, which was just a wonderful <laughs> thing. No, thank you very much for that, Aria. That's a wonderful observation. One I genuinely don't think I've clocked in maybe all of my watches. So there you go. This is why I love doing this podcast. I'm really going to miss it. it. Anyway, should we have some more five-star reviews? A few more five-star reviews yet. We'll go to the end of July 2021. And Davy Chaw, thank you very much. Great title to this five-star review. I've heard of being late to the party, but this is ridiculous. He's <laughs> uh, He started saying, I'm leaving a long overdue five-star review to celebrate finally catching up with the podcast feed. Just three episodes into the final season. Thank you, Michael and Adam, for the crazy amount of work you put into each and every episode and for shining a light on the hidden depths of an all-time great series that is truly better than the show you like. I've been enjoying repeat views along with your hilarious and insightful commentary so much so that I'm already anxious about what I'm going to do with my life once you reach the season finale. You and me both, David. If by any chance you happen to fancy firing out a few extra podcasts at the end, say taking each main character and analysing their story arc across the entire series, 
I hope we nailed that, then I'm sure your loyal listeners would be very happy and grateful. Cheeky request aside, thanks once again for talking yourselves horse. To you both, my very best wishes and Todd Speed. Well, I like to think we went indulgently long in the season six recap to do just that. So I hope that at least addressed that. Um, and if not, if that didn't cover it in a recap form, then I'm just going to recommend you listen to the entire feed again and just take notes from that individually. Just give them yeah. all one last go. Boost those listener figures and it's all good. <laughs> Fine with us if you want to do yeah. that. If you really, really like the podcast, that's what you should do really, <laughs> isn't it? You should go back and listen to them all again is what I would do. If I was a real fan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go next to a review from August 2021 from NJ Hippie. Um, saying uh, with the title of a fantastic companion to watching this show which is really what this was always meant to be. Currently I'm watching Bojack Horseman for the first time and this podcast is greatly enhancing my enjoyment of this brilliant show the hosts are smart, incisive and hilarious I don't know who they're referring to there and I've come to feel like and I've come to feel like I'm hanging out with them. These guys rather than rambling on about themselves, please don't listen to this episode, are such fans that they give other fans exactly what we want Bojack recaps and analysis. Thank you for the amazing gift of this spoiler-free podcast. I believe it will hold up as the years pass. Thank you so much. What a series of kind words in a row that we undermine within this very episode. But we do really appreciate that. It's uh, <laughs> holding up. Is uh, it's not easy. We're in the uh, the content producer game for a living, as well as doing these mm. things as a hobby, and it's certainly not easy. So if this does hold up even beyond six months from now, I think I'll be quite pleased with that genuinely hope it holds up because it held us up for quite some time so hopefully <laughs> Not hopefully the podcast itself will hold up over the course of time who knows maybe we'll be cancelled in 20 years time Michael <laughs> and I'll see you in jail old buddy <laughs> we've uh, we'll just be keeping an eye off the helicopter crashing at the wall and freeing us we'll uh, we've got another one from August last year 2021 from Jules BH um titled this podcast man brackets men question mark it's so good three things in particular i love um your frank discussion about women's experiences and how they are portrayed brackets yes you are men and it's great to hear men discussing how it is your honest reactions when it comes to how harrowing some of the subject matter is and more lightheartedly your sheer joy at episodes and gags such as all of episodes series two episode five you and i both know which one that is the yes uh, don't ask questions, just keep reading. I'm so glad so glad I found it before you got to the end of the series and I'm binging a catch-up now. Thank you very much, BJ. Uh, Jules BH, sorry. I think um, just on that bit of feedback briefly, we, and you'll hear it if you go listen back, we grapple, um, well, at times with our rights to even talk about it. I, I don't know now, the podcast is finished, how well a job we did. It is nice to hear that. Um, I don't just tick it off as, oh, completed that then. Because it's, I don't know, I think it's beneficial to use this show, Bojack Horseman, and to read things and to watch things and to most of all listen. And that's where I think I struggle the most. This is a thing where we talk and talk and talk and talk. Yeah. And I often worry that, well, this is obviously not the medium where we can listen. So it's nice to get that bit of feedback. Um, like I say, far from completing it, but it's the journey I'd rather be on than not. Yeah, I think I'd like to sort of echo that one and say that anything we discuss you know of that kind of nature we are very very painfully aware uh that we aren't necessarily the two guys who are you know the target audience for who should be having this conversation in the first place mm-hmm. uh it, we you want to you want to assist in any way possible and you want to learn as much as you possibly can which i feel like you've kind of been present for us learning on the job i think that's the yeah. thing i would say about this and i'm hoping it's something that you know we can continue to do once this podcast is finished but I think the one thing that I took 
probably most away from this rewatch, certainly as you and I were sort of reviewing it, was that level that they would go to in this show to highlight things that we probably weren't the ones equipped to have that conversation about, but we certainly felt like we still needed to at least at least try and be better and try and learn from the show the way they were trying to teach us, which is, uh, ah, fingers crossed, we've done something that was close to that. Yeah, I hope so. Um, do you want another review? And then we'll have a couple more voice notes. Of course. Yeah, yeah. One more. Um, this is from uh, Jules SQ. Uh, again, from August, worth your time, even if you've watched Bojack multiple times. Thank you for the five stars, Jules. Says, uh, found this podcast maybe a week ago, and I'm almost through season one. Bojack is one of my favourite shows of all time. I've probably watched it at least six times through, and each time I swear I catch something new. This podcast is amazing in its attention to detail, insightful analysis, and the clear love the hosts have for the show. Also, their accents are a pure delight for this American. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um Adam Nicholas's uh, thoroughbred northeast one and my mangled nomadic uh, north of England one, I don't think would necessarily be the favourites of a lot of people in this country. So it's nice to hear somebody from America thinking there's a charm to these ones. That's it. We've done a James Corden and we've gone, not that I would necessarily <laughs> want to associate us with him, of course, but I just Never mean we've, we've, le- <laughs> we've, le- we've left our continent and gone somewhere else. And apparently it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> It's really not. It's not. It's a. It's a hurdle more than anything else. I think nine times out of ten, especially when we get so many listeners from various different countries and places, with names far more exciting than Adam and Michael. Yeah, <laughs> I. And we are obviously not verbally equipped to pronounce them. But hey, we try anyway. <laughs> because if there's one thing I've learned about Bo Jack Horseman, you got to keep trying, Michael, and you got to do it every goddamn day. Every day. Anyway, let's go back to our listeners. Let's hear two more from these uh, lovely voice notes that came through. This one is from Shelby Strawn, and this is a, another observation um, regarding another episode. So here you go. Okay. The gut punch moment in Free Shiro is actually foreshadowed earlier when Bojack is driving Beatrice to the retirement home after she drugged Hollyhock. In the car, she's describing this star at the center of her world that's full of gas, and Bojack doesn't understand that she's talking about the sun and not him. I see you. There you go. Oh, get in. Oh, fantastic. Sorry, what was the uh, what was the name of the person that submitted that? Uh, Shelby. Shelby Strawn. Sorry. Shelby, thank you. So what a brilliant shout, man. Absolutely brilliant. I see you, I think, was one of the first... Um, major takeaways that really stuck in mine and your um non-podcast related conversation about bojack i remember that being a thing that we repeatedly went back to in messages or reference in the show i love that i absolutely love that i cannot wait for the point at which i'm at where i'm at that point of the show again to clock that and enjoy it love that wonderful yeah that's it's great because you also get there's i think it's another one with it might even be at the beginning of free churro where you get it with that with his dad don't you his dad when he's coming to pick him up mm. says like I, I see you but he says it so quickly when Bojack's waiting for him and he ends yeah. up complaining all the car ride home before you get the full episode of free churro it's because Michael and I don't know if you've picked up on this yet <laughs> Bojack Horseman is better than the show 
that you like, even if yeah. that show is Bojack Horseman, it's better than what you like, as we've discussed on last week's episode. And they are quite good at this. They're, they're actually quite good at this. I think, I think they know what they're doing. I think they're onto something. Now, this one is one from a regular, again, I certainly, I, I say this, of course, you're all regular listeners, I realise this, but there's ones who I see all the time popping up on the feed and names that I recognise as opposed to others. Edward Shiraz hands, of course, uh, Favourite follower of the pod and Favourite follower of you, I believe, as well, and uh, quite a lot on what culture uh, mm. and all the stuff that you guys are doing on there. I say you guys as if it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. The, yeah. uh, the trio of you. Um, but yes, this one is just a nice message, Michael. Just a nice message. Okay. And I'm, all, I'm always here for nice messages. So here we go. Hi, guys. And for my one last thing before I shut up about this podcast forever, I will not shut up about this podcast forever. And this is Penny, and she loved your podcast. So I just want to say a big thank you and all the best. So wonderfully, of course, as a this is a very uh, visual medium, isn't it, the podcast? But mm-hmm. brilliantly, Edward sent us across, of course, this clip, which has him holding his wonderful and massive dog, I should point out, <laughs> um, Penny, who was obviously a, a favourite enjoyer of our podcast, is what I've heard. Yeah, I can only I can only pass on the information, of course, as Edward mentioned there. Um, but thank you very much for that. It was really like thank you, Edward. I told you, man. Figure anything. We 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 wanted everything and anything to go with this, and stuff like that always blows my mind. The people would take the time out of their day to just send us a nice message. I love that. That it's super kind, and yeah, as you pointed out, um, a regular feature uh, on Twitter supporting like all of the the what culture guys our project various other projects really really nice to put a face and voice to the name um twitter is a swamp it's um <laughs> it's uh it's a desert and then just every don't, now and then don't tell them about the other podcast we're going to start Michael. <laughs> <laughs> every now and then a little rose creeps through the desert sands and uh, edward shiraz has been one for the longest time and it's uh it's nice it's nice to get even more than just his, uh, his takes on screen thank you very much for that Absolutely, and come on, in, in terms of names that you're going to come up with, Edward Shiraz Hands is a pretty good one. An absolute blinder. I've, An been, absolute I've been a fan blinder. of that one ever since I saw the handle for the first time. Very, very good stuff. <laughs> um, should we have a few more reviews? Yes, please, let's have some more. Right, let's go to, now you see you were on about pronunciation earlier on. I'm going to go with Restrompel1990, uh, review left in August. Thank you very much for this. It says, great binging material. I uh, discovered this podcast when the host had already covered the first four seasons and it provided me with many hours of enjoyment at my third shift job. I highly recommend this podcast and it pointed out so many hidden details and insights to nuanced events that the show has helped me appreciate the show that much more. Thank you for many nights of entertainment. Thank you very much for putting in all those shifts in those three jobs. We're glad to be a small part of that, of you giving way more back than we do doing this podcast. Thank you very much for that review, Restrompo. I'm sorry again about that pronunciation. Uh, we go next uh, to um, a review from August from Sky Cat Dicks. This could be my assumption, but there's a certain poetry to that name. Thank you, Sky Cat Dicks. This podcast is exactly what I needed. Five Stars says, thank you. This is amazing, and it's wonderful to re-watch, re-watch my favourite show with you. Thank you very much. You know, like, there's been a bit of that re-watching, binging, accompanying in. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. This is, yeah. honestly, these are the feelings that I had for all the podcasts where I've done this before. Um, so it blows my mind and massages my ego to see this about something we've done. Um, it's nice It's nice to be able to add to the conversation and not have it be total garbage, isn't it? 
I think so. That's where this is. Yeah. We haven't we haven't just thrown some stuff on a fire. Yeah, that's good. Uh, next two, I like this one. Me dot 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 pot. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, the title is love it. Uh, I don't know about spoiler free. You do now, but this is a great podcast. This is such an inspirational show for me, and it's changed my life. I rewatched it with my boyfriend, and he fell in love with it as well. His YouTube channel is Celtic Joel. That's a nice way to sneak in a plug. I'm there not going to hate against. Hey, we always that. we we appreciate uh, a good plug. And look, can I just can I just say as well, just real quick, the spoiler free thing. I remember having a conversation with you at the very beginning when we started this, because mm. I was the one going. But how is it spoiler free? I remember we had to have a chat. I was like, aren't people going to think, how could it be spoiler free if we're going to tell yes. them everything that happens in the episode? But you are wiser than I am and you explained it wonderfully. It, it, I, I, we've had a bit of this before. So I'll just touch on that super briefly. We're at the end of the podcast now, so we've done it anyway. But the whole point of this was, if it's my belief anyway, that if you are going into a show that you know is six seasons long and there's going to be enormous plot developments, you would get nowhere with the individual reviews if you talked about, well, of course, when Bojack eventually meets this girl, then yes. it, it, it becomes too difficult to take the character as you first did. When And I think that was key to this, was replicating that first view and that first experience. Mm. And yeah, it would have made, I think on a show, especially like but the good shows, it becomes an impossible job. The definition was always that spoiler-free is in, as we are doing the podcast, you are only given the knowledge that we have learned up to that point in the show, mm. is what we always try to stick by. We never wanted this podcast to sound like... There was two things we didn't want. We didn't want us to just go and say stuff like that. Oh, well, that's going to make more sense down the line where you hear about mm. this. We didn't. I hated the idea of that. I hated the idea of this, we know something you don't know, or like... yeah. I don't like that kind of thing on if ever I hear that happening on a podcast. And the other thing we didn't want was to be fake pretending that we didn't know what was going to happen. Do you know? That's yeah. which was the whole reason why we tried to like specifically just focus on an episode. Spoiler free as people might be misconstruing was never we're going to tell you about this episode but not about anything that happens in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um because that's exactly where my brain first went in fairness when we first mentioned that. The next one from uh, August 2021 from Jojo Mara. All capitals love it. And I love that. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, five stars. I only discovered this podcast a few months back, but I'm catching up fast. Bojack is my favorite show, and I needed to hear someone else talking themselves horse about a talking horse. Truth be told, I'm also hoping to be mentioned on the next episode so I can hear it when I catch up. I'm already on season four, so cannot wait to hear what the guys think as the later seasons progress, particularly season six, as it is my favorite and has the most to delve into. Hooray! Question mark. Now, I like that we got nearer to season six than we would have done perhaps when this episode first drops. I hope George O'Mara makes up for the fact that you had to wait till the very finale. Um, by this point, I guess, with the, the couple of little breaks that we took in the middle of season six, you might actually be listening to this as live. So maybe this one has worked out nicely. Fingers crossed. Either um, that, we... or you've just stopped listening and gave up waiting for your thing, because Michael Hamlet <laughs> did not give you what you wanted. <laughs> I got that. We go next to somebody with... Um, a username that is like cuts very close to the bone. It's very close to my heart. This it's John in Cincinnati. I wonder if that's ah. wonderful. John from Cincinnati. This is from August, 2021, a lovely hidden gem of a show from once upon a time. And uh, John is uh, a man of standards because the title of the review is, and I don't, don't just hand out five stars. 
So, <laughs> we're being let know early doors that this is not Very just good. for the sake of it. The review says, this brilliant show has a complimentary, a brilliant fan podcast. No shilling or anything, just an appreciation of the jokes, light and deep, the insane crap in the background you may easily miss, and the fine stake of existentialism at the core of the show. Very well done by two smart and funny men. Cheers. Cheers to you, John. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for ignoring the shilling that we actually do do. I was going to say, that's very polite of you to just casually ignore. Or maybe you just didn't make it that far. Every time he listens, he just abandons the podcast after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure actually in Bojack, do they not do a John from Cincinnati? A couple of references like in the sky. Is, watch, yes. watch John mm-hmm. from Cincinnati. I'm sure the clouds say at one point. As mid-2000s timestamp, isn't it? That's yeah. The, yeah. That's exactly what it is. You're right. Look at you. You you should do a podcast about this. <laughs> I might give it a hey. Hey, uh, We'll do one more good. of these. Fancy one yes, more? Yes, one more, please. That'd be lovely. We'll sneak in one more. Um, doing the double in the uh, BoJack Horseman podcast horseman finale is Jim underscore Blade with a ah, review very good. September. Um, he's titled it five-star review. Would be six in the Tokyo Dome. We see what you did there. Uh, these lads... <laughs> Say they are at the front of the plane because they are all business up front. I say their position is in an ambiguous train carriage because these gents are first class. <laughs> these two, ah, very good. These two make jumping through hoops to get an apple I hadn't used in 14 years, putting iTunes on my laptop and writing a review worthwhile. Do you know, like I've, I've had to do that every now and then, dusting off an old laptop to go into iTunes. You've done a shift there. Thank you for yeah. all six seasons and here's to six seasons more. <laughs> Uh, I think you're going to have to do podcast horsecock with somebody else there, Jim. <laughs> Apologies. Yeah, that's it. That's it. On an alternate podcast where Bojack has a horse's penis rather than a human's penis. <laughs> we'll save that for someone else, though. Thank you very much to everyone for those. Uh, the next round of five-star ratings and reviews. I guess we'll go in and jump. We've got three more of these. Right? I'll give you two more. Okay. You've got a bunch more of the ratings here as well. Five yeah. stars. Mm-hmm. And then we will finish on one as well after that let's have a look the next one is from uh it's from cat dixon who you may recall if you listened to the last episode uh and we plugged it on the podcast and the twitter account rather as promised uh wrote a wonderful poem regarding a mm. bit of dialogue mr peanut butter the other week uh, and i believe maybe was one of those reviews you read right sky i cat think dixon. so yeah I that's think what so. i reckon i mean look some of us have to look out for details quite a lot you know michael <laughs> so even when the heart was <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's have a listen to this one. Like I say, this is from Cap Dixon, and just another nice message, Michael. One last thing, and I'll shut up about this podcast forever. I want to thank you guys so much for all the time and effort you put into the podcast. It has been so wonderful to listen to you and rewatch the show with you and experience those moments again and find new things that I missed the first time around. I am so inspired by BoJack Horseman and RBW, and I'm just so glad to find some other people who are as excited as I am. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow, man. Unbelievable. Thank you. Like, sincerely, thank you. And to everybody we've mentioned and to plenty more we haven't. Thank you. That sentiment is very, very mutual, Kat, and to all of you. That's uh, a bit moved by that. That's really Yeah, it really, uh, it's a strange thing genuinely we i know we obviously did start the five star rating and review but that was literally just to get the five stars you could have wrote anything on there for mm-hmm. those things and i know we've asked for these one last things but we only asked them because we wanted to give you guys a chance to you know i guess feature on the podcast but also just to to finally be able to 
you know, hear what some of the listeners are like outside of seeing them on Twitter and stuff. It's really nice that, like, we, we, it blows my mind that people from a different country are listening to this yeah. and and feel obliged to sort of do that. So thank you very much, Kat. We really, really appreciate it. And we did also uh, get the the email that you sent as well, which was very nice too. Very, very kind words. Too kind, Michael Hamplin. That's too kind, man. <laughs> find Kat. Uh, if you missed it from last week, the point that Nicholas made, find um, Kat's poem on our, pod- on our Twitter feed. It's yes. tremendous. And uh, check out uh, Twitter and various links for more because you'll unearth some tremendous stuff. Absolutely. Anyway, we also do have another one here, uh, the next one from, let's have a look, Adrian Armistead, I believe. That's how you pronounce that. I'm sorry, Adrian, if I've got that wrong. Uh, with another observation from the show that they found uh, during their watch. So let me just play this one here. Hey, is what horse is he? Do you get it? It's Adrian from Pemrith, Australia. Just checking. Do you think Flip is short for Flipper? which is the name of the dog that Remy's character in Mr. Robot takes in episode one of Mr. Robot. Thanks so much for an amazing podcast on an amazing show. Loved it. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> you uh, can't come us with Mr. Robot stuff when you're uh, like coming in hot with the hair guys. <laughs> I, oh, now, man. I should point out, I've obviously had the pleasure of listening to all of these before, <laughs> beforehand. Michael is getting them all fresh, and I knew this was going to break him because it broke me earlier. Adrian, you have no right to start your to start your piece with a hair joke, and yet you did it anyway. Oh, it was God. wonderful. Thank you so much because that really genuinely. Made me laugh more there, but I laughed, I laughed three three individual different times at that. Hey, joke! It, it's wonderful. Oh, uh, I, but, I haven't seen Mr. Robot. I'm sorry. I, I have seen it, but I have seen it, and I do think Adrian. I think you are absolutely on the money because this nothing in this show is by accident, is it? And that just seems like too much of a annoying wink and a nod. I think for for, for it not to be related to the dog from uh, Mr. Robot. Are you okay now? I knew I knew that was going to get you. I really knew it was going to get you. I'm all right, man. Look, I, that was really funny, and I'm a hack, so I feel like I should be the herb because I was in Adrian's life and finding a TV vehicle. <laughs> I feel like I should, I should get him a sick, and I'll work on that. Adrian, oh, would fine. you like your own podcast, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Hamlet's going to sort that for you, I think. That's what he's saying. I mean, tremendous. Thank you very uh, much. Um, rattle off a few more of these reviews, shall we? Indeed. Um, Pro Cypher from uh, November 2021 says a revisit of Bojack Horseman is just what the doctor brackets who ordered says a wonderful recap. Even after a few in-depth views, you find things I've missed. And furthermore, I get to make a little visit to the UK from Canada. Can't wait to keep visiting Hollywood every day. Winter Morven. I wonder if that's uh, Pro Cypher's name there. Winter. Either way, same as what you're saying about America and other parts of the world. It is mm. cool as shit. To me that somebody in Canada is walking around listening to our podcast. Love Canadian American listeners, listeners from all over the world. It's weird, it's awesome. 
Um, next, we go to Jess the Swifty. Uh, review left from the 17th of November uh, 2021. says, I love the podcast. It makes me so happy to listen to other people that are as enthusiastic about BoJack as I am. I love all your insights and hearing about all the little hidden jokes I missed. I recently listened to your review of Season 6, Episode 5, and wanted to add that I think the way Danny sort of manipulates BoJack into lying about where Sarah Lynn got the alcohol from is very similar to how Bojack manipulates Pete back in season two when he tells him he has to say he doesn't know where Maddie got the alcohol from. Just something I thought was interesting. Keep up the great work. This is what we're on about, man. What tremendous symmetry that is. This show invites it, it welcomes it, and it actively encourages you to find the things, find the very seeds that it plants that maybe don't grow for what's that? A gap of four seasons? It's a long old time, but it's a gap long enough that I don't think I've actually connected those dots myself before. So that's wonderful stuff. That's great, man. Um, we go to Serg Serg two three two from November twenty twenty one. Says, uh, "Already love this. I feel like I've missed a lot of little details that are actually meaningful in the show, and the commentary is definitely shining a light on them. It's a dark show, but the humour from the podcast makes it way funnier. Thank you very much for that, Serg Serg. Do we felt like we got uh, lost in chambers of our own darkness and times during this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I say that wasn't always the case." Um, We'll go next to Natland, uh, also from November last year, saying, great podcast. Thank you, Natland. Uh, this is a great podcast. So far, I've learned so much about the show and many of the things I miss in storyline and jokes. Hosts of fun. Wish I had more time to catch up. Well, you have all the time in the world. Now we are finally coming to an end. We are finally so- starting to shut our traps and Natland, you will have a chance to catch up. Uh, we go to uh, Molly Seddon from December 2021. We are reaching the oh, end. Incredible. Close. Incredible, uh, Molly says. Just the right amount of funny and professional. I absolutely love this podcast more than anything. I'm so sad next week may be the last episode. Well, Molly, you are in for a treat because <laughs> I it should be one of the uh, the gaps that we had to take. You, As you were writing that review, innocently enough, uh, wishing the podcast to stick out a little bit longer, your message travelled across the universe in perhaps the wrong way when both of my children contracted COVID <laughs> the week of Christmas. We uh, we had every intent to um, wrap this up very neatly, as I think we talked about when we gave the deadlines for the yeah. um, one last things, because we wanted it to all be nice and polished up. But we wanted to wrap 2021 by wrapping Podcast Horseman. And then, yes, uh, real life. And yet again, the pandemic, when we thought we had tackled every possible pandemic problem, it threw two more my way. I should point out that they completely recovered. Everyone is all fine and well, as was I from my own COVID break that I took during the recording of this podcast. We have suffered no great COVID hardships particularly, but um, yeah, you got a little bit longer, Molly. A little bit more bang for your buck. I would just like to point out as well that on the topic of that, Michael, Michael had, like, Michael's had COVID. His family has had COVID in two different situations. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, I also had COVID, but the one time the one time I got COVID though was when we took that little break in between. Yes. <laughs> I like I conveniently somehow got COVID in the middle <laughs> of a break of podcast horsemen. So that was wonderful. Um so it is still out there. Don't let anybody trick you otherwise, yeah. unless you listen to this podcast in 2030. Hopefully, when this is all well, fingers crossed, all said and done. Um, but it had a huge impact, it really did. And I will also point out that when Michael came to do the penultimate episode originally for this podcast. <laughs> he signed on to the Skype. Uh, he, he, I should point out at this point, he didn't have COVID, but he was, you were, you were still had a cold though, like a really bad. I was, I was testing the, every day because I was that he was well. every day. Yeah. He was coming back negative, but he was still ill at the same time as his two kids 
had actually been tested positive for COVID. And he signed on to do it and <laughs> took one look at him. And I'm not kidding. And uh, the sympathetic person that I am, I laughed at him straight for one minute <laughs> uh, because he looked like pure garbage. Bless him. That man was prepared to come and die on this podcast for you all. <laughs> and I had to send him home and tell him it just wasn't worth it because it really wasn't. And like I say, we always wanted the quality to be paramount and you could mm. not have put out any quality on that night. <laughs> I was not a well man. I was not a well man. You were not um, a well man. That's funny. We'll cover... Uh, I mean, do you want me to do the last of the reviews here? Yeah, we must have a last couple I think we've got three left at this point, so we'll just we'll, okay. we'll do these last three. We've got um, three of those, okay. and then we've got one one last thing from the voice notes to get through. So, okay. By all means. This again feels timely, because somebody was obviously wanting to get their review in just in time, but it was back in December, so they had a bit longer than they thought. It's from Cam Down Under, from Australia, actually, says, isn't it? And it says, the view from one episode out. Five stars, thank you very Ooh. much, Cam. As I started listening to this podcast just before the pandemic began after moving cities and the show wrapped. And in that time, I've convinced precisely zero people to see this TV series. <laughs> what a common problem this has shared the world over. The so it's just nice to have people to listen who clearly love the show and pay such close attention. Thank you to Adam and Michael. Now, when I think about this time in my life, this podcast will be one of the first things that come to mind. That's so lovely. But hopefully with, his, with these five stars, the cast will be remembered and immortalized by everyone else for just that little bit longer. Couldn't agree more with that sentiment. And thank you very much for, for making us part of your pandemic experience. Uh, just the two left to go. Sarah787, from uh, also from December, saying, love this podcast. I just started listening to it a couple of days ago, but I already absolutely love it. The in-depth analysis, the play-by-play retelling of the episode, the personal connections, and the pointing out the details I didn't even notice, wonderful. It's like watching the show, but with bonus content. Thank you so much for this podcast. It must have taken a lot of dedication, hard work, and stamina. Um, I think that's what Nicholas is referring to, what I had none of the, uh, a few weeks in December. Uh, to complete such long episodes for every single episode of BoJack Horseman, and I truly do appreciate it. I'm a dedicated BoJack fan, and it's been so wonderful to see the show through this lens. Thank you very much, Sarah787. And last, but absolutely not least, the last review, the, the last inductee into the uh, Podcast Horseman Hollywood Talk of Fame, and very fitting this is, this review was left on the 24th of December 2021, which, wow. had we stuck to the original schedule, of would course. have been the release date, and thus wouldn't have made it in. Kurt73, <sighs> the universe has smiled down on you for being the well. final date into our Talk of Fame Simply says, great show, five stars. I've enjoyed every bit of this and learned lots of details, even having watched the series four plus times. So for this, your fifth or sixth watch of BoJack, you become the final inductee into our talk of fame. Thank you, Kurt73. And thank you to every single review on this episode. Every single review on the What Did You Say? 84 uh, other episodes, episodes yeah. of Podcast Horseman. Thank you for all of them, honestly. Um, all of the Google algorithm stuff, it's all true. We're cynical bastards, but this has been <laughs> such a nice part, along with the Twitter and the Instagram, of the added engagement and the, look, let's be honest, the unified shared experience of every BoJack fan. You can't get anybody else to watch it. You want to watch it 10 times. You want all the details, and you want your mates to have the details. We sure. do too, and that's why we did this. Like This honestly feels like the modus operandi has been achieved and that's been sort of solidified by these reviews and these comments so awesome awesome stuff thanks 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 yep i couldn't agree more there's not a lot i can add to that uh it was always the intention to talk more about the talking horse and it seems mm -hmm. fingers crossed like we've sort of achieved that and 
I'll certainly sort of nudge that in the right direction. I don't think it's a complete by any means. I'm going to be banging this drum until I literally don't have arms anymore. But <laughs> uh, wonderful stuff. And I, from the bottom of our hearts, we genuinely appreciate everybody who's taken the time to do that because you have literally helped make this. Look, Michael, I don't say this from my own ego. I say this from statistical data. This is the number one podcast podcast about Bojack Horseman <laughs> because of the people who left the five star ratings and reviews so again if you are starting a podcast get your listeners to do those reviews yes. they make a bloody difference I swear to God we owe you guys everything we have enjoyed doing this for us but ultimately I'm glad that you've gotten what seems to be quite a bit out of it which is always mm. nice to see too but now I'll go across to our last and certainly not least, a uh, little observation that was sent to us. To us, uh, The final one, last thing for the voice notes, from, I believe, the only name I have here, I think, is Mar Destroy. Now, okay. that's the name I think I've got. Uh, apologies, Mar Destroy, if I've got that wrong. Please correct me on t- Podcast Horseman's Twitter, at Podcast Horseman, or Instagram. Uh, just shout into a cloud, and I'll probably hear it. <laughs> um, but here we go. The last bit, uh, an observation about one of the episodes. My one last thing is in season six, episode six, the kidney stays in the picture. We see the return of Judah, voiced by Dietrich Bader. The only character he plays, except for earlier, we see Diane playing Lookout, pulled off by a security guard by the same voice actor. Any other show, this is someone filling a spot, but in Bojack Horseman, I think it's to let you know Judah is here to save the day. Great, 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 great. There Love you it. go. How about Love that for a little one last thing? Our Judah, man. Our Judah. I totally, I'm totally with you there because, as you say, they've been very sparing on the use of uh, Deirdre Baird up to this point. And I think very interesting they choose to just drop him in there as a security guard. And as you say, maybe in another show, perhaps that would be filling the void. But you get the slight suspicion that might not be the case with Bojack Horseman. Love that. Love all of those one last things. Thank you very much for sending them all through. It's really cool to hear all the folks who've been listening to the podcast and have enjoyed it. Genuinely, nice to hear from you all. It genuinely, if, it's a shame because I know we're probably all on different time zones, but I would have loved to have done like phone-ins for this podcast, but it yeah. would have been near yeah. impossible because we don't do it as live, obviously. But uh, it's great. That's a really nice addition, and I'm glad, I'm glad you all sent some stuff through because you deserve to be heard on here too. Because people are probably sick at this point of hearing from you and me. They've got to be. I refuse to believe otherwise. Well, that is the perfect segue, as usual, Adam Nicholas. You've provided me with another one after the many I do try. Show. I do try. <laughs> you may have heard us talking in the recap episodes about a particular contributor. Uh, it's from a Christopher Mora. He's at the list maker on Twitter, at the list maker. And uh, it's what he says in the tin. He makes lists, and every season he is uh, graded the uh, episodes of Bojack Horseman from A plus down to, I think the lowest one ever was, was B minus, which is quite an incredible <laughs> standard. Yeah. Um, and there has been a fantastic payoff. Uh, Christopher Mora likes his lists. I, uh, I share that enthusiasm. I would have to do my job. And he has gone to the trouble of putting all the lists together um, from season one, to season six, categorized by the B minuses, the B pluses, the A's, the A pluses, et cetera, et cetera. I am not going to read out every single entrant on the list in order. I do, however, encourage people to go and do that. Um, but Christopher's got in touch with us um, and it's on the comments for our season six wrap up. 
And uh, the first thing he does is apologise for missing the deadline. And I saw this tweet and I thought, well, you missed the deadline, but I can't let this go without a mention. So I'm just going to read a little thread of comments. You can find these on Twitter as well, at the Ad Podcast on the Twitter feed. If we you can, go we can probably retweet them, I'm sure. Can we get them into the yeah. thread? We'll get them out. Um, but this thread is it's really tremendous. So he's, he's included the screenshots of, of the list that he's made. And he says, I know it's, I've missed the deadline, but that's okay. You don't need to include this because it's going to be as long as I think it's going to be. But I've been busy and it took me a while to work on this goddamn list. So here it is, or at least the first part. When the series first began in 2014, I checked out the first episode and turned it off after the first scene. Literally the same, by the way. Exactly the same. Your story. Your origin story. Five years later, when season six, part one came out, I decided to give it a second chance after hearing much acclaim. And I don't think I'm exaggerating, but my life was changed. I should point out that in these uh, tweets, he's got the list in pen and ink. Old fashioned uh, way. Math, and heart, same as my episode. He scribbled them all down. You can go and see this in his uh, Twitter thread. And then he, he continues. It hurts to see this podcast come to an end because I adore it so much. But before that happens, I'll say this. The date shown below will be my 30th birthday. And he's put a um, screenshot of his diary in his phone dated Saturday, October the 13th, 2029. And he's put a little diary entry for October 13th, 2029 at 9 p.m. to listen to Podcast Horseman. And he continues, the date shown below will be my 30th birthday. And on that day, eight years from now, I'll re-listen to Podcast Horseman and continue a tradition that I've had since it began. For the past two years, I've listened to every episode of this podcast while eating dinner in my kitchen. It may sound frivolous, but those hours in this room have genuinely provided some of the most introspective moments of my life. So I thank you both for that. We also get a lovely shot of Chris Tamora's lovely kitchen that he applies. It's as very a nice, of, uh, too. Yeah, it's great. It's a great. I love a bit of context. I do love yeah. context. It's fantastic, man. So he, so he finishes off. So as much as I would have liked to have had a full breakdown for every episode and placement on this list, it just wasn't meant to be yet but as once as one of you once said the show does more in its worst episode than for most in their best and here are mine until we meet again would you like chris Mora's top 11 because there was a clash of the of the a's obviously Ooh, he's, uh, been go on then go on then. i will go obviously in reverse order it's the only way to go isn't it number 11 season 5 episode 11 the showstopper number 10 season 2 episode 9 the shot Number nine, series five, episode five, Free Churro. Number eight, Ooh. season four, episode nine, Ruthie. And I should point out that as we go to number seven, we are moving into the A plus category. Wow. Seven A plus wow. episodes for six wow. seasons. Great shout this as well. Uh, possibly lost to a lot of other conversations Bojack would later have. Number seven, season two, episode seven, Hank After Dark. Mm. Number six, Season 6, episode 15, The View from Halfway Down. Number 5, season 6, episode 16, Nice While It Lasted. Number 4, season 4, episode 2, The Old Sugarman Place. Are you getting as nervous? Listen to these as I am reading I them am, out. I am. Number, number 3, season 3, episode 11, That's Too Much, Man. Number 2, season 3, episode 4, Fish Out of Water. And number 1, A+, plus from Chris Morris Top 11, Season four, episode eleven, times arrow. I mean, wow! What a great, what a great list! What a great story! I dare say, um, Christopher's is one that maybe you have all shared, if not documented, with your pens and pads and pictures. 
um, we're all on this journey. What a great list, what a great story, and what a great way to cap off all of these great bits of feedback we've had. Thank you very much, Christopher, and again, Echoes, thank you very much to everybody. Wonderful. That is just, it's been a treat season by season seeing that uh, those lists come, come in from Christopher every time. Mm. I am very excited for whenever you may or may not finally get your chance to finish that off. I understand there's a lot of episodes, but that's great that you've even managed to get a top 11 or whatever it is out of those. There may be more. I don't know if you haven't seen them yet, but great stuff. Really good stuff. Thank you to everybody for all the contributions across the board there. Really, really wonderful stuff. And I guess we thought, because we're nearly done, we are mm. nearly We have a few last little things that we want to share with you because we realised that this podcast is going to be over after this. And I think perhaps you and I, uh, as we look at this clock, are deliberately delaying this inevitable. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has been nice, though. It's nice, this. I've enjoyed getting this out. It's been like therapy. It really has. Um, horse therapy, though. Not a therapist horse. No, whatever way around that is. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference. Anyway, we decided, because this podcast is going to be finished, it's almost like I feel like we have a due diligence at this point mm-hmm. to uh, to provide some potential sources for after we're gone. <laughs> not that we're going to die or anything. <laughs> well, we will die, just not tonight, hopefully. Um, basically, I thought it would be nice to put put together a bunch of things that we've either used during the podcast uh, or that we have enjoyed or that we would like to push people in the direction of should you be looking for more BoJack-related content uh, once you finish this podcast. And, of course, you've got the TV show, which will always be there. Both will always be there, fingers crossed. Um, so we're going to push you in the direction of some other BoJack-related media. If if you would like, uh, of course, if you wouldn't, then just stop listening. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's there's a whole bunch of... isn't it, to our dissertation, this? It is. It certainly is. The bibliography at the end there, because it feels like... There's some shout-outs we probably need to give, but there's also some content we should probably push you in the direction of. Mm. So let's start with uh, stuff we point you in the direction of. Um, I would say there's a couple of books I would like to direct you to. Um, The first one, which kind of makes sense, I'm sure. And by the way, this is not to assume that you haven't already indulged in all of these, but just in case anybody yeah. has and isn't aware, we know you're smarter than us. We already know. We 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 just let <laughs> we're letting you have your moment. Or let us have our moment at least as well, what I'm saying. Um the first book, the Bojack Horseman, The Art Before the Horse. Uh this was a gift I got from my cousin, which I then you and I gifted to James Hunt, I believe. Yeah. And then I'm sure you ended up getting in on your own account elsewhere. I did. Yes. Um Nobody gifted it to you, apart from <laughs> that's, apparently that's how it works. <laughs> the worst, the worst thing about this is as well is that I'll, I think I got the Kindle version, so Amazon yeah. won again. <laughs> Amazon wins once again. Jeff Bezos, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, go and read that. It's amazing. There's loads of insights and background on the show's creation from the very beginning. There's a ton of artwork from Lisa Hannawalt, including. Uh, samples from her diary with which show you some amazing foreshadowing before the show even begins uh, spoiler Lisa Hannawell loves horses um, <laughs> there's also script samples there's background designs there's photos from the actual writers room all that good stuff it is a complete treasure trove for anyone who loves Bojack Horseman Bojack Horseman the art before the horse go and find that it's wonderful also, if you're into Raphael Bob Waxberg, his book is definitely worth it uh, for some of the madder uh, corners of his mind, if you'd like to explore them. 
Someone Who Will Love You in All Your Damaged Glory is the collection of short stories by Raphael Bob Waxberg. Again, really worth your time. They will take you in some bizarre directions, some of them more uh, traditional, a lot of them completely off the chain, and I kind of love seeing how mad it is, but also some really beautiful stuff on there, like stuff that has stayed with me forever. He's also featured, uh, I think he's featured on an episode of Sam Fragoso's Talk Easy podcast, which is a mm. podcast you and I enjoy a lot. Uh, and he talks about it on there. So maybe also as a companion, listen to that. That's Sam Fragoso's Talk Easy podcast for an interview with Raphael Bob Waxberg as well. Um, I know that's not a book, but it just seemed like a tie-in at a nice time. Yeah. Um, also, a couple of accounts you should go and follow if you don't already, just to give you some cool Bojack stuff, Bojack adjacent stuff. One, of course, is just a Bojack Horseman Instagram account for starters. It's funny as hell. It's I don't think they post on there anymore so much. But going back, you can go through some of the amazing, like, um, very specifically made content for the Instagram channel. Uh, Instagram channel, Instagram account as it mm-hmm. sort of as the show was happening. You can see it real time. There's some real funny stuff in there. Some absolute gems. Go and check that out. And also, while you're at that, uh, you will know about this account by now if you love this show. But just in case you don't. Bojack Hidden Jokes on Instagram, uh, a wonderful, wonderful account that just has so much stuff on there and it's yeah. got so much time for diving into all of the hidden stuff, all of the things that you might have missed. Really great, really good fun. Would follow, do follow, please mm. do, go and give it a follow yourselves. Um, there's also a great Tumblr account called Everything Bojack Horseman, um, which is just worth, like, as a nice, again, what you will notice the pattern here is that loads of people have spent time just uh, chronicling Bojack Horseman as they've been watching it and pulling out the things they've enjoyed from it. Another fun account, go and check that out. The Tumblr account for that is todd-chavez.tumblr.com. That's todd-chavez.tumblr.com. It's good, really good. Go into the archive in there. It's really fun to just, you know, if you just want to go and explore. And I would say the same about the Bojack Horseman Reddit as well. It's just great going in there. Yeah. If you love the show, there's tons of stuff in there for you. Just because some days you just want to go and have a Bojack day. <laughs> I know what I do. Um, in terms of podcasts, uh, there's a few I would recommend that, you know, we realise ours is going to be over, but we have, as we've mentioned, we're not the only one. There's loads mm. of them out there. One I do want to give a specific shout-out to, though, because uh, we became aware of them because they jokingly called us out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> which point we uh, sort of became aware of them and they're doing some great work. Uh, it's called Bojack Horse Pod, um, the Bojack yeah. Horseman story. Uh, similarly, they are doing an episode by episode review. So if you are desperate for more, they are currently up to season five, episode four. So they've still got a little while to go and they've got a bunch of you for to jump in there. That is also a shout to the hosts, uh, hosted by Kirsten McInnes and Lindsay Wilson, who do a great job. So you know how we said, God damn it, Michael, just two men talking about Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Well, now you can go and listen to two women, arguably, I'm sure, doing a much better job talking <laughs> yeah. about Bojack Horseman indeed. So please do go and give them a listen. Um, if you are feeling like you want more, the other ones who are currently doing it, I think season five, episode four, was released on the day of recording this podcast, which mm-hmm. is technically yesterday now. Oh, it's all getting a bit weird, but it's today for you. I told you, timelines are strange when you <laughs> record in advance. However, Michael, let me just say this 
about uh, Bojack Horsepod. Ladies, you're doing a fantastic job, but I want you to capitalise the J in Bojack Horseman on your <laughs> Twitter account. It's driving me mad. Give the horses capital J. God damn it. Other than that, 10 out of 10. 10 stars. <laughs> 10 stars. Um, also on podcast territory, if you love the Bojack Horseman theme song, definitely worth checking out uh, a podcast called Song Explorer. And they do a specific episode on there where they break down uh, the production for the Bojack Horseman theme song with uh, featuring Patrick Kearney, obviously of the Black Keys, but also his late uncle Ralph Kearney, who helped him uh, to produce the track. I believe he was mm. playing the brass section on the, uh, mm. which is of course basically the whole theme uh, for the theme song. Wonderful stuff, and it's a great breakdown of the song's production. Really admire that. And also at the very end, they play the full theme song all glory which if you haven't listened to you need to listen to because you might hear the 30 seconds of it at the start of the show but trust me the full theme song is even better oh my god it's given me goosebumps just thinking about it and finally from my end uh in terms of bojack media i just wanted to give a shout out because we obviously pull from a lot of um like when we were doing the podcast we and we're doing our reviews and our notes we were we were only ever allowed and a rule we were only allowed to research something that we were like we'd spotted ourselves if that makes sense yeah. so you could if i spotted something and went what is that i was allowed to then go and look we didn't want to go and just read someone else's notes that they'd already done mm-hmm. because that would be pointless we're just repeating what someone else is saying but uh one specific thing was the art in bojack horseman which was obviously a heavy part of um the horse and around segments that i had to do thankfully i found an amazing article on a daily art magazine which you can check out online um and it's that the article is titled all art from the bojack horseman series explained and that is by zuzana stanska uh who is continuing to update that i believe uh as recently as like 2021 i would imagine or maybe maybe, maybe even 2022 basically all the times you've seen an artwork that i've got super excited about and then told you that it's a it's meant to look like an original that comes from this this was the source for that because as much as we know a lot of things, Michael, we don't know anything. <laughs> so no, yeah. But I'm not. I won't even pretend to be as classically uh, trained in all of these areas because my brain just isn't that big. Unfortunately, it's actually the size of a little peanut that is doing over time. <laughs> unfortunately, but we do try, and we wanted to give you the best. Do go and check that out. That's Daily Art Magazine. All art from the Bojack Horseman series explained by Zuzana Stanska. And I think that's everything I have on my list. Thing, you did you have any little contributions you'd like to make there? Yeah, just a couple more, really. Um, like you were saying, it was very important to us both that the integrity of the podcast was protected, and these were this was our work ultimately. But it was very helpful every now and then from a fact-checking point of view. Um, the Bojack Horseman um, wiki was an invaluable resource when you needed a name of a referenced character that maybe wasn't in the episode and you didn't want to have to go back to and find it. I think that's just bojackhorseman.fandom, but it's every every show's got its own wiki and like big shout out to the people that kept that up to date. It was so useful for cast names, for actor names, things like that. Um, and I think you pointed out, but Reddit in general was sometimes similarly quite useful just for going and double checking a name or double checking that specific episode number where that last person was seen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bojack um, subreddit in general is, um, I, I can't speak to it as a community because I'm not on there regularly, but when I do go check, generally the 
pages that make it to the front of the subreddit are really enjoyable. It's people experimenting yeah. with artwork with their own little projects, and it's it's all it's good stuff. So I, I don't want to promise the vibe of the community, but I just I sense that it's there more as a sharing place than it is some sort of nasty toxic environment. So it looked pretty good. Um, and one other additional podcast, and it's um it's it's out there at the moment, but there's only uh, a few episodes, so it wouldn't take people that long to catch up. Um, but I don't necessarily say that they're negative because they're of a really substantially high quality. It's called 17 Minutes, a Bojack Horseman podcast. It's by Kat Casey. Um, Kat acknowledges in the bio for the um, podcast. Um, the, the line is, posted as I finish them, real life keeps getting in the way. So there are currently um, just five episodes up. Um, 17 Minutes is, of course, a reference to a big moment in Bojack Horseman. Um, Bojack's, uh, how long, I think it was, Sarah Lynn was left um, after in the observatory dead before Bojack called the police. Um, and it's starts life as a episode by episode review um wrapped up i should point out in far less than two hours a shot yeah um, but, but uh like a professional <laughs> yeah but but there's just the five episodes there so far and obviously maybe it's something that cat's going to get back to in the future or um gonna just drop as and when so it's worth subscribe because one just might appear as a surprise one day mm. and the content is very very good absolutely worth it even if you maybe not see them on that regular rotation. When one drops in your feed, absolutely worth your time. So that was um, 17 minutes at Bojack Horseman podcast. Just another one. Uh, stick on your reading list, as it were, uh, once you once you finish with us, <laughs> once you're done, once we're out on the scrap heap, there's plenty more nice, newer, glistening things ready for you. This is true. And I guess it seems now appropriate to say for both that podcast, 17 minutes, and for uh, Bojack Horse Pod, do them a solid. You know, you've done it for us for so long. If you if you listen to it and you like it, go and give them a five-star review. It really helps, and it would be cool to see another podcast get the kind of similar love in that department um, because you guys are great, and anybody who's talking about Bojack Horseman must at least be semi-great. Come on. Yeah. If they've already acknowledged that Bojack's great, they must be halfway there, I think. Yeah. The view from halfway down, eh? Something like that. Who knows? <laughs> oh, well, I can't believe it, Michael, but I think I think – we might have reached the end, oh. uh, which is is quite something, actually. Oh. But, but you know the old drill, don't you? Oh. Come on. Oh, thank God. I come to you because maybe, just maybe, we've got time for one last time, for one last thing, and then I swear to God, we'll shut up about this podcast forever. Oh, right. Now. Michael, why do you look like what you look full of dread here? Why, why, why are you full no, of dread? No, don't, very generously. Don't, no, no, oh god. Very generously over the course of this podcast, you've thrown to me first, and I always appreciate that because I think it's a bit more of an elevated platform, and you get a chance to maybe sneak a takeout first. We don't often discuss what these things are going to be, and there's always that risk That's that it's going to be the same one and all that stuff. So you've been very kind over the years, and I have uh, repaid that kindness by being a complete scumbag house, no good moron, because. <laughs> I really don't, don't do use feel, your full Christian name on this podcast. <laughs> I really do feel like I have nothing else left to say about Bojack Horseman. I feel like over the course of this podcast, I have no one last thing to say about this. But this has been a, a joy, an absolute joy. But the one last thing I have to do is an apology. It's to the listeners and it's to you. I flippantly, with a bit of tongue in cheek, but with a bit of hope in my heart, on various occasions over the lifespan of Podcast Horseman, 
I might have accidentally promised that we would get Rafael Bobbaxberg on the finale. Now, I, don't, uh, I was just having a bit of fun, guys. I was just, <laughs> I was just having a laugh. Now, in amongst having that little laugh, I did try a couple of avenues, um, tenuous as they were, to, to get RBW on the podcast. It, it, it didn't work. <laughs> like this. Listen, no, there's, there's no twist ending going on. I didn't, I didn't get the creator of Bojack Horseman to come on our stupid little po- on our podcast. So my one last thing is um, the shared tale of woe and the apology <laughs> that a stupid running uh, joke. And we love, we love running jokes. You went and identified yeah. every single goddamn one of them. Uh, like the biggest joke of all of this is me <laughs> because I was unable to pay off my running joke, and that uh, is why I am not at all better than the show that we like. I cannot believe that after all this time, you are going to do us like this. You <laughs> committed to this so much that I was, and I will say by the way, I want to give him his due, Michael Hamlet genuinely tried his arse off to make this happen <laughs> i many many nights did i get another message of like i've i've gone again i've tried again i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna make it happen and i you know what it is i loved you for this because you you, you really did give it a good you, the old I, college I try <laughs> but unfortunately ah oh, you're just not good enough right you're not no. good enough you, oh. you, you suck is basically the overall. Are you telling me you don't want to do this podcast with me anymore? Is that what you're saying? I think after this, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do any more episodes of this podcast <laughs> with you. You can't leave our listeners on like that. That's just, it's just not on, Michael. <laughs> I love that as well. We've been like hoisted by our own petard of talking about how good this show is at like paying off big things. And the one yeah. big thing that you've laid the groundwork for. I don't know. You you specifically have failed miserably at. Never mind eh? Mm. Luckily for you though, Michael Hamflit, mm-hmm. some of us are actually pretty fucking great. Actually. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> now you see, I knew that you weren't gonna pull this off. Cause I knew that you were going about it all wrong is what I knew. Okay. So for my one last thing, Michael Hamlet. Uh-huh. Imagine that a man would be able to pull a rabbit out of a hat, right? Uh-huh. That he shouldn't have been able to pull out of said hat. And yet, here I am, as always, <laughs> cleaning up your fucking mess. <laughs> right, okay. Because I realised you weren't going to be able to achieve this. <laughs> because... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> because... I did think you were going about it in a good way, but not necessarily a way that would circumvent the obvious problems that come. Listen, how many people must try and get in touch with Raphael Bobbaxberg? Too many is the answer. However, I have technically managed to achieve it, Michael, because I didn't take a conventional approach. I took an unconventional one in the hope that maybe, just maybe, I could get something from Raphael Bob Waxberg that we could just what? anything that we could use to put in this podcast that was from him. And I've only bloody done it, haven't I? What? I've only bloody managed to do it. I can't believe it myself, but I have managed to achieve it. So instead of trying to kind of contact him directly, I had realized that they were doing a lot of Q and A's, you know, they mm-hmm. sit down with the audience and chat to people about the presumably Bojack, presumably RBW, 
Uh, we actually talked about one he did. He did an at-home one, if you recall correctly, where it was like... He sat in on it, yeah. He yeah, he really sat in on it. It was great. So I thought I would use our network to its advantages. So I put the feelers out there and said, right. if anybody was going to be going to one of these Q&As, like mm-hmm. just when I was on a message board and on the, on the Reddit and stuff, just putting feelers out everywhere. That if, if anyone's going to these things, can you please get in touch? And I was wanting, I decided if I gave them a question to ask him, maybe, just maybe, someone would be able to go up to one of these things and we could get a recording of you or the questions for you being asked to RBW so he could uh-huh. give the answers to us. I can't, oh, I know it's, I I know. can't believe this. Oh, I'm great. What can I say? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was impressed by myself here. Okay. Nevertheless, we did. We did get a bite. We got a bite. And I realised, because I didn't want to be selfish in my one last thing, I thought, you've put a lot of work into this. And I felt like you needed you needed the payoff more than I did at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so I did ask if they could ask if he knew of Podcast Horseman and if the response was a positive one, because there was a very good chance he just said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, if they did, could they ask him what his thoughts were of Podcast Horseman's host, Michael Hampton? Uh-huh. Because I thought, you deserve right. it more than I do at this point, surely. <laughs> right. My ego is already big enough. Don't worry about that. Okay. So you get one song and one song only. <laughs> <laughs> and as it turns out, I've managed to get the response sent through to me. So Shut up, man. Without further ado, Michael, to end this on one of the biggest one last things we're ever going to do, you promised yeah. the people Raphael Bob Waxberg at the end of this podcast. They are going to get Raphael Bob Waxberg <laughs> at the end of this podcast. And I will also say, in a rare one-off for what for Podcast Horseman, a show that has spent a lot of time censoring podcasts because, you know, that's what you do on these sensible mm-hmm. podcasts. Raphael Bob Waxberg is going to be the only person in podcast horseman history, unless I missed any when I was uh, <laughs> when I was tired or drunk, <laughs> who will not be censored for his words. Oh wow! Okay. On the podcast, which this is unbelievable. Well, yeah. Well, just just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't go singing these praises just just yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the response to a very polite question from Young Declan, who went and got this. Uh, from a Q&A uh, thank you very much for that genuinely you, thank you've, you. Made, thank you've made history here on the podcast Raphael Bobaxberg answering, answering the question <laughs> what does he think about Michael Hamflit from Podcast Horseman he really he bugs the shit out of me <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> I don't like him I don't like him fuck him <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize he was so familiar with my work. So there, <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> Raphael Bob Waxberg giving a, a wonderful critique of Michael Hamlet as both a human and a podcaster. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm God. sorry, man. I had to do it. I had to do it. It was, it was too good. It was too good of an opportunity not to. And these I people want... deserve to get some RBW. We promised them, and they got him. Maybe not what they were expecting, but they got him. 
I once said on this podcast that never had a piece of work captured the collapse of my mental health quite like a stupid piece of shit. Never has somebody triggered the incoming collapse of my <laughs> mental health like this stupid piece of shit from in this coat call now. Thank you, RBW. Thank you, Declan, for asking the question. <laughs> Very good. Very good. We got him. Listen, we got him. Promise listen. fulfilled. Promise delivered. We always talked about the drag and the gag, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Episode one is there. And episode one is there for you to hear. And I thought it'd be nice to go back to our roots. You had the drag and the gag all in one. <laughs> you, good. my friend, are most welcome. But on that high note, why would we ever try and top it? That is the highest of high notes we could possibly end on. I just want to say before we do go, thank you very, very much, everyone. I hope you've had fun while you've been listening to this podcast. I hope you've learned some stuff. I hope you've enjoyed teaching us some stuff because you have taught us a lot. It has been a pleasure to get to do this podcast. It's kept us sane. It has mm -hmm. kept us motivated. It has kept us creatively excited. And it's been great to create something about BoJack Horseman that hopefully will last longer than the two years it took us. To <laughs> Can't wait for it to just disappear after this episode goes out. But we started, we started for us, truth be told, and it ended up we got so much more of it than we ever could have possibly imagined. It's been really cool sharing it with you all. And I'm sure you have some stuff to add yourself. But for me personally, it's, I think this is a, it feels like a big thing that I'm going to look back on and really, really be proud of when all the dust has finally settled. Totally. Um, it's, the world has changed in such a way that um, you get an opportunity. A lot of people do. We're fortunate to leave, um, try and leave some sort of digital imprint, I guess, of maybe work that we've done. But because there's so much of it you wonder how much is going to stick around and i'm immensely immensely proud of the archive of episodes of the what i believe to be the standard that we try to uphold the quality of the people that we've been able to engage with and interact with rbw included um yeah echo, every, <laughs> echo everything you've said and like i guess like as a closing message from me on this podcast and on bojack like for christ's sake whatever it is like what you like we're really grateful you like bojack horseman and we're really grateful if you ever like this because that's how you indulge in what you enjoy and if the last two years have taught us anything is that that's what all that's there for you do need it it is an essential service and uh yeah thanks for making us part of your your days your nights your works your gyms your dog walks whatever it's massive our podcasts are everything in my life and if we got an hour and a half here and there of somebody else's i like I think that's a great privilege. Yeah, a privileged, genuine. a privileged white male signing off. <laughs> yeah, signing off for one last time with his privilege. No, genuinely, like it sounds. People are going to say a lot of trite stuff when they finish podcasts or when they're supposed to be congratulating others or saying thank you or for whatever you want to say, which obviously I'm very good at. <laughs> but <laughs> um, genuinely, it's an honour that we've had to, that we've been able to even be a small fragment of your lives and I, gen I really do I hope it feels the same for you it feels like we've shared two of the weirdest years in certainly in my recent memory uh, together in, in yeah. along with this stupid well, I'm going to get a call on this one last time this stupid piece of shit horse but we really love him to bits Bojack Horseman he's the absolute best and listen to quote to quote Todd Michael 
nothing's wrong. Just sometimes parties are over. And this particular party, for now, is coming to a close. Oh, I mean, why would I try and follow the word of Todd? You wouldn't. You would never try to do that. So I guess was... all that remains to be said, Michael Hamflet. But one last time, I've been Adam Nicholas. It was nice while it lasted. I've been Michael Hamflet. And this has been Podcast Horseman. Back in the 20s, we reviewed a very famous team. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Acast and Befaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skide trætte af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmagle.